The Level Down Games podcast for January 4th, 2021 is presented by leveldowngames.com. On with the show. This is the Level Down Games Podcast. Welcome home. I'm your host, Brian, and joining me this week, host of the Media Files, every single Friday. It is Kyle. Happy New Year to you, Brian. Happy New Year to you, Sean. Happy New Year to you, Daniel. Yes, it is 2021. Finally, we are out of 2020. Hopefully, nothing but clear skies and beautiful days ahead, but that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Well, this year's going to be worse than last year. Just wait. Just wait. Don't, say, don't start with that. Just wait. <laughs> Next up, catch him regularly over at twitch.tv forward slash crazed 11. And as the co-host of Hit Our Music and All Elite Wrestling Podcast every Thursday, it is Dan. You talk about uh, clear skies and beautiful days. I haven't seen the sun at all this year. It's been foggy, gloomy, rainy, misty. It's been very depressing way to start 2021. Oh, well, it's, it's only been a day. Not two days, almost like a day and a half. And then there's Sean rounding out the crew over in the sound booth. Welcome, Sean. How you doing? Are you having a good day? The man who speaks through sound clips. Good to have yeah, you, I'm Sean. Yeah, I'm like Bumblebee. Good, good to have you here, Sean. It should be a fun show. But before we start having a lot of fun, I want to make the first episode of each new year something special. Before we do that, special shout out to Midnight Playtime and Neon Dan over on Twitter at Neon Dan TV for providing the music to the Love on Games podcast. Woo! Go check him out over on Twitter and hit up his band camp at midnightplaytime.bandcamp.com to listen to more really excellent synthwave vibes. All right, like I said, we're going to do things a little bit differently here. Something that I want to start doing for the Level Down Games podcast is having the first episode of every year, more of a, a celebration where we do a bunch of different fun things. But before we get to the new stuff, let's finalize the game challenge for 2020 because there still were a couple days left over after we recorded the last episode. So did anybody finish anything over the last couple days? I myself, I did not. I'm staying at 87 as my final number. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Sean's taking one more for the uh, for the year. My wife and I decided to make it a classic six pack. And we uh, we beat Overcooked too. Did you? Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, we nice. got the credits and everything. It was a little underwhelming, but it's Bravo. Uh, I haven't even reached good. the end of Over Overcooked two yet. Uh, Dan, you got to twenty five this week, right? I did. I beat a short hike, Whoa. and what a what a what a great little game that was. I kind of want to go back. It is, huh? Yeah, I kind of want to go back and try to get all the the what is it? The golden leaves, the golden feathers. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, for like, I, it's, it's a short game to beat to get the credits to roll, but there's actually a, a lot of depth in there to kind of, if you wanted to like 100% it. Yeah. So I saw you doing that one on Twitch and had to pop in there, make fun of you for, you know, playing an hour game to, to get your last game on the game challenge. I have to start calling you Kyle. Most of that was spent trying to figure, fix an audio issue. Um, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just, you know, that's just the great way to end the year, right? So you got 25 out of 25 for your game challenge. Did. You did it. 
You finished I it. Did. You did. You successfully completed it. Kyle, you're still at 41. You haven't finished anything since Meat Boy Forever, right? Correct. That was the last game I finished of 2020. Either way, that's still 11 games more than your 30 that you chose for 2020's game challenge. So well done there, sir. And then for myself, I did not finish anything over the last couple of days either. So I'm still at 87 of my 110. So I did not make it, but that is my own fault because I did set it so high. I thought that I could uh, easily surpass the 110 this year and I fell really short. <laughs> I thought because it was going to be such, but I made this before the the pandemic, but I, I, I thought that because there'd be so many games releasing that I'd be easily be able to do it. Um, and there still were, but it's my own fault. I didn't hit it. So. What we're going to do, I, I still want to have a number for us to kind of like try to hit, but it's not going to be something that we're going to update every single week on the podcast going forward. What I want to do is I, I want to make a channel in Discord strictly for tracking the game challenge where the four of us can participate in there. You know, Sev, who does a lot of different game challenges as well with his friends at work, they can kind of keep track in there if they wanted to. Basically, it would just be done through that. I'll still keep track of ours in like a, a spreadsheet so that way I know how many we have total. But I, I think it would be more fun to kind of just like post in there hey finished again you know maybe throw up a screenshot of the credits or something or or the game i don't know something silly but i, I still want to do a game challenge but just not as part of the podcast more so as part of a community in discord i so, can dig it can y'all dig it yeah yeah so what i want to do is i want to come up with a number and i already have my number but i want you guys to come up with a number of something that you want to aim for it could be similar it could be the same numbers last year it doesn't matter uh for myself i'm gonna go with 60 this year because I think that's way more realistic for me. Big dog. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, you know, with the, <clears throat> with so much uncertainty also with this year with, you know, delays and stuff like that, you know, um, I think that's a good number. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with 60. Uh, Dan, what are you thinking about? I'm going to I'm going to shoot for 30 this year. That's my okay. goal. You're going to try to go up by five. Yep, I'm going to go up. Yeah. OK, Kyle, what are you thinking? I did 30 last year. I ended up beating it by 11. I got to 41. But I think that 30 was the right number. I yeah, did 30, go on 30's good. a couple of weeks where I went on like a tear, like a, a couple of weeks ago, I did three in a week, you know, and that's unrealistic for me to keep up, you know, on like a full-time basis. And if, if the pandemic doesn't last much longer, like if I'm going to be working 40 hours every week again for the rest of the year, I don't think that 41 will probably be doable in a normal situation. So I think that 30 is the right number for me. Yeah. Stick with 30, stay 30. Sean, what are you thinking? But, but hold on. But oh, okay. Okay. Also, Never mind, John. also with the caveat that 20 of those 30 are from 2021. So the same as last year. Well, it was, I did 15 last year, which was way too low because I'm not, I'm not going back and playing 15 old games. I will go back and play some old games, but I want 20 of the 30 to be brand new games. Okay. Yep. Sean, what are you thinking? That's not bad, baby. You know what? I think we had some success this year. I, I had this number as one of my new year's resolutions. So now I got to shoot from the hip. But then when I was looking at it, I thought, man, Sean, that's really not that much. You really got to step it up, son. We're six. going 15 games this oh, year, wow. baby. Oh, my God. Woo! Okay. I like it. Trying really hard to get it up. <laughs> <laughs> Trying really hard to get it up. Oh, the Sean Fulton story. Oh, man. Not even a genre challenge this week, huh? Just a uh, no, no, not the genre up. challenge because I quickly realized that I favor a certain type of genre. A few, chips. a few pirate What's ships, that? open world pirate sailing. Ships. <laughs> yeah, I love pirate ships. 
I love, I love pirate ships, hot babes, and good times. You know what I'm saying? No, I uh, I really enjoy sims, like simulators. I really enjoy action adventure, like Spider-Man and all those, you know, third person. And then I uh, really enjoy games that don't have endings. So I really have to figure this out and move forward. And I think I will. Yeah, so. I like it. So for 2021, I'm going to shoot for 60. Sean's going to shoot for 15. Kyle and Dan shooting for 30 apiece. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it's doable. It's all good. doable. Doable. I like it. All right. So remember, if you want to play along with the game challenge with us here on the Level Down Games podcast for 2021, make sure you're in our Discord server. There will be a channel dedicated to the game challenge where we'll track, we'll post images of screenshots however we want to do it it'll be in discord we won't really talk about it much on the podcast without you know we might mention it from time to time but probably not nearly as often as we used to and definitely not as its own segment so again the game challenge is moving to discord for 2021 all right guys speaking of 2021 as we said it's a new year and oftentimes with new years come new year resolutions. What we're going to do on the show today, we're actually going to talk our gaming resolutions. Do you want me to go first or do you does somebody else want to go first? Go ahead, baby. Lead I want to hear what you got. Yeah, let's do it. My first resolution for this year, I, I want to play less games overall. Whoa. And I know that, that that's probably not the best way to say it, but. When you look at the goal that I set for myself last year, 110 games, right? Like, that's a lot of fucking games. And I didn't even come close. So obviously, with my 2021 goal, setting it at 60, there's a good chance I'm going to go over that this year. But overall, I want to play less games. I know last year for one of my resolutions, I said that I wanted to play more games that I actually liked and less games that I didn't. I think now I'm at the point where I just want to play less games overall. So I'm going to be honing in on that play more games that I actually like even more than I used to. So that way I can try to achieve that, you know, playing less games because kind of going hand in hand with playing less games overall this year, I want to do more things outside of gaming like watch TV shows and movies with Jessica. I, I would like to try to get to a, a spot where maybe we could watch like one new movie a week or something, or, or maybe, you know, cause we do still watch TV shows, but maybe watch a new TV show from time to time or something like that, because I don't watch a lot of TV and I don't watch a lot of movies. And I, and I definitely would like to start consuming more entertainment Instead of just video games, I, I also think I might lump books into that, maybe more specifically like digital books. I don't know. I, I've, I've been toying around with that idea as well. So that kind of ties into the reason why I do want to play less games overall. I, I think it'll be good for my mental state to do more things besides just one hobby. I love gaming and that's not going away. Like I, I'm not losing interest in gaming, but I, I can tell that my own, I, I guess, I don't know. Like I said, I just, I need to do more. And, and that's one of the goals that I want to do for this year. My second resolution for 2020, I want to complete the entire Yakuza collection by the end of the year. 
I finished Yakuza 0 and I finished Yakuza Kiwami, which was a remake of the first Yakuza. I've started Yakuza Kiwami 2, but I've never finished it. And then I've actually never even played Yakuza 3, Yakuza 4 or Yakuza 5. I've also played a little bit of Yakuza 6, but I stopped playing when I realized I really wanted to play the rest of the series before getting too deep into that one. And now we're on seven, you know, Like a Dragon is released. So I, I really do want to get caught up on the Yakuza series. I'm not going to go back and play through Zero and Kiwami again, but I will pick back up. I might restart Kiwami 2 and go from there. The collection with three, four and five is coming to Xbox Game Pass later this month, and that'll make that easy to access. Jessica was going to pick that up for me for Christmas, and then they announced luckily like a few days later that they would be putting that on Game Pass. So we decided to just wait for that and save some money. Um, I'll play those through there. I already have Yakuza 6 on the PlayStation 4 backwards compatible, obviously on PS5. So I have access to that. And then when it comes time, hopefully by that point, Yakuza Like a Dragon will be on Xbox Game Pass. But if it's not, I'll just pick it up by that point. I'm sure it'll be a little bit cheaper or on sale. Um, but yeah, my, I want to complete the entire Yakuza collection by the end of the year. One of the uh, one of the goals I made myself for last year, I wanted to finish Skyrim because I've actually never finished Skyrim and I didn't even pick Skyrim up last year. So I don't know if I'll ever get around to doing that at this point, especially now that that game is pretty much a decade old. I, I really have no desire to go back to it and play it. Uh, we'll see if I ever get around to it, but that one probably will just stay a failure <laughs> for me anyway, because I know the game was good, but. My third and final resolution for this year, I, I really do want to get back on track with level down games. I, I've really, really been struggling with my own mental issues and many other issues and demons that I that I've kind of been struggling with for the last couple of years. I, I, I know it's been a challenge for a lot of people around me, specifically Jessica, and I do apologize constantly for the uh, for, for the way that I am. But uh, I, I do want to get level down games in a in a really, really fantastic position by the end of 2021. We're already in a good spot now, but I really do want to take that next step forward. I, I really want to put a lot of focus back into our content. I want to make these podcasts the best that they can possibly be. I want to start putting up more stuff on our YouTube channel again. I really, really aim to start streaming regularly over on twitch.tv forward slash level down games again. It's something that I really need to do for 2021 because this is this is gonna be our year. This will be the year of level down games. We've we've gotten to a really good spot with everybody, all of you helping out. Kyle, Dan, Sean, you guys do so much as it is. This is the year we take that next step. We're going to do great things. 2021 level down games. Here we come. Who's next? Uh, Sean, go ahead. Well, I mean, a lot of this you guys already know so we'll just we'll just go through it number one actually play video games that's that's number one <laughs> that's a good okay. start <laughs> that's that's a good start um you know number two beat at least 15 games in 2021 i think i think we can make that happen i picked a low number because i'm actually gonna play games that have some substance and that that ties into number three, which is play more story driven video games and less multiplayer mindless games with no ending. 
I need to have actual games to beat. Like I can't sit here and just play League of Legends whenever I'm bored or wow, even though those are great games or like a multiplayer game like Warzone. That's a great game, but I feel like I don't accomplish anything when I play those unless pretty I sure, win. Pretty sure I saw you sitting there playing Warcraft like a day or two ago for like hours. I do. I do play every Wednesday <laughs> with my boy. OK, but was it was was it a Wednesday that I saw it? Maybe I don't remember. Yeah. 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 So we uh, I think we played Tuesday last week, but we basically started characters and only play them together on one night a week. So it's like we we progress together, which which gives me that sense of satisfaction that I'm OK with. Right. But but otherwise, like just sitting here mindlessly playing ARAM games on League of Legends is not a good way for me to spend my gaming time for me. You know, I think I need to give that up. And I think you st- I think you did a pretty good job of that, like toward the end of 2020, once you got the PlayStation 5. So I, I definitely feel like you're reinvigorated, I guess, in terms of wanting to play games. So we'll see how Specifically, it goes Specifically, thank you. Yes, I, I appreciate you noticing me. Um, I want to get into I want to get more RPGs done, too. I want to get back to my roots, man. Like playing Final Fantasy 7 remake is dope, but I also got X or uh, 10 and 10 2 on sale gonna uh, give it to you <laughs> i actually bought final fantasy 8 remaster you gotta pick so up i want to uh, do that you, you gotta pick up final fantasy 12 the zodiac age that's a good one dude oh i beat the zodiac yeah um i yeah i wouldn't mind getting into more final fantasy games as as you know stuff goes on sure but there even still like there's a lot of of good role-playing games available from the playstation 4 that are backwards compatible through playstation 5 so 100 percent, yeah I'm even, even if no good ones come out and there will still be some good ones that come out this year but even if there weren't you'd still have a, a large selection available through the uh through the bc catalog so that's kind of cool yes and then the last one it has to do with gaming but kind of so i i weigh 200 pounds <laughs> okay that's not bad i i am five nine basically by like i'm missing like you still got you still got like a foot on dan so you're good man yeah yeah Yeah, you're you're good you're solid dude (laughs) so i've decided i i put a tv up downstairs in the home gym and i have i have an elliptical and adjustable bench and i've got a dumbbell set that ranges from five to thirty pound pairs and I'm going to go downstairs and when I want to watch a stream and I have time, I'm going to go work out while I watch stream because I've got it on the TV right down there. I can do it. So if I'm watching somebody stream and I'm not doing something and just sitting there, I'm going to go down and I'm going to lift some weights. So maybe basically run on the every, a little bit. every time you jump into Dan's stream now, you're going to be uh, sweating and, and, and burning hard. Well, I was going to say right, every baby. time, every time I'm spectating, that's when you like do like that's when you do reps or something like that. So it's going to be a lot, right? A- every yeah, time yeah, yeah. Dan spectates a match, it's 30 push ups. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get jacked real quick. <laughs> yeah, you'll be done like by January. By January yeah, 10th, January. Sean's Sean's bench pressing 300 pounds. Put the PS5 <laughs> down there. Anytime you want to play the PS5, you got to be on the elliptical. I guess, dude. Yeah, right. Shoot. But just put the switch down there and pick up Ring Fit Adventure. You know what's funny is I played Ring Fit Adventure on the max difficulty, and I was like that prideful guy that was like, I don't need to go on easy. F that. It's tough, man. It's tough. After like five days, I was like, F this game. I don't want to play it right now. And I just that haven't game, picked it back up. 
I honestly, it kicked my ass, dude. I need to pick it back up. But I, I went hard for it on like a few weeks. And man, it, it, it was it was kicking my ass as well. That game is brutal, but it really knows what it's doing. Like, it's no, a good it workout. It's a good it, workout. It 100% regimen. does. And that makes me you're right. That makes me remember it because I honestly forgot. I put the ring away and I was I need to get back on that. Ours is literally for like sure. over there on the uh, entertainment. I could see it from here. So it's it's not put away. It's just tucked away because we haven't used it in a while. But we, yeah. we definitely need to get back to it. Uh, but I like it. That's a good goal. Thank you, sir. That That's the only four I've got. Honestly, I, I feel like if I made too many, I was going to disappoint myself. Uh, Kyle, what are you thinking about for this year? So I've got, uh, again, a mix of a mix of goals, kind of like Sean does. I've got some personal ones, some gaming ones uh, for for gaming. There's there's three that I have. Number one, in, in terms of level down games, publish, hopefully 15 reviews this year. That's like about that. that's I about like the that. pace that we've been working on is is me doing 15 to 20 reviews a year which i'm comfortable with i think that's a good number uh but that's that's the number i'm going for 15 reviews this year number two still working on that backlog of games now i just put a list in the in the staff quarters in discord not all of these games do i think i'm going to beat this year the list being witcher 3 god of war life is strange 2 control persona 5 tomb raider 1 2 3 uh as, as the series you know the and it's you, tomb raider rise of the tomb raider yeah tomb raider 2013 rise of the tomb raider shadow of the tomb raider yes right that trilogy uh final fantasy 15 near automata and the outer wilds i <sighs> all i want to beat yeah i know I want to be. Did you pick up Near Automata? It's on sale right now. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game Pass oh. now. <laughs> yep. I want to beat now. five of those games. Okay. Out of that list, there's nine in there. I'm counting the Tomb Raider trilogy all as one because I think I would play all those together. I don't think I would do one and not the others. Sure. So I I'm counting those together. Five of those nine I want to get done this year. Okay. I would tell you, God of War should be one of those five. Because there is a chance that that still comes out this air this year. Yeah, Sean, Sean and I will be playing that one simultaneously. I'm waiting for Sean to start it for me to start it. OK, I assume Outer Wilds and Control will probably also be on the list. And Life is Strange 2 probably also. So I don't know about the other ones. We'll see. Uh, final goal and not quite gaming related, but still uh, kind of tangentially related. I want to double the average listenership of the media files. Um, Media Files already has a, a pretty good listener base. We've made a lot of headway in the six months that that show has been running. And numbers have kind of gradually and steadily been increasing, especially for episodes that don't get a lot of downloads. Our Cyberpunk 2077 episode has been trending very well. Yeah, that one's doing surprisingly well for a gaming episode. Ones exactly. that don't usually do well for the media files. So Exactly. So so that's, that's exciting. I want to double the average listenership. Hopefully... Um, that's, that's a doable goal. I think it's a realistic goal and I don't think it's unattainable. No, I, I think that's totally because we only did the media files for six months last year. When you think about it, we started exactly. both hit our music, the AEW podcast and the media files. in I think June, so right. we, we didn't really do it the entire year. So now that we are, it should be, should totally be doable. Right. So I'm excited about that. Personal goals for me that aren't really gaming related. In fact, they're, they're antithetical to gaming goals. I think they're going to work against my gaming goals. Uh, number one, I did not go to the gym a lot this year and that's oh, uh, pandemic. purely because of the pandemic. Usually when I go to the gym, I take 
one or two of my kids with me and put them in the playroom at the gym. Well, the playroom's been closed since March and I've not been able to take them with me. And so being finding time to go to the gym, I always feel bad leaving my wife with all three kids for about two hours while I'm at the gym. And that doesn't feel good. Now, I'm I'm in pretty good physical shape. I've not stopped working out, but I've lost muscle mass because I don't have a full, you know, like weightlifting set and and weight bench and, and, and those things at home. And so I've lost some muscle mass. I've lost some strength over the year. I want to get those back. I want to get back up to bench pressing about 265 pounds is my number. Okay. So that's, that's going to be kind of my goal there, 265 on the bench press, uh, which I'm a, I'm a pretty small framed guy. I'm, I'm taller. I'm 5'11", but I weigh about 165. So 265, it's something I've done before. I think it's something I can do again over the course of this year. But it's going to take focus. And it's going to take. What if you just bench press Sean? I could bench press Sean. Yeah, yeah, probably, Easy. man. I'll, I'll, I'll get pretty, I'll get pretty stiff for you. <laughs> right now, I don't know what my one rep max is right now. Again, I, I haven't worked out enough in the gym this year to know my one rep max. But 200, I could definitely bench press 200 right now. Second, 200. Second personal goal. Uh, again, working against my gaming goal is I, you know, didn't get to travel a lot last year. But one thing that we did do last year was I started taking my oldest kid camping with me and we went camping twice last year. It was a blast. And I want to up that to five. I'm going to take him camping five times this year uh, in in addition to other travel trips that we have planned, assuming and anticipating that travel is available and open and legal. Different locations each time or no, no, uh, you know, Mount Charleston is pretty close to us. And, uh, you know, we'll probably go out there twice over the five times. There's another spot that's about a half hour from here that we camped at once last year. That was it worked out really, really well. Maybe do that once or twice and then find a new one. Dan, what do you got going for 2021 gaming resolutions or personal? Uh, so my uh, one personal is to find a job that uh, doesn't suck the soul out of me. You don't want to be a door fabricator anymore, Dan? I don't mind doing uh, door fabricating. It's just the people I do it for. <laughs> uh, you know, when you have bad management can ruin a very great place to work. And that's exactly what's going on uh, where I work at now. So we're about to lose a very good door fab operator. He's putting his two weeks in uh, this week. So is, is that you? Yeah. No, it is not me. Oh. No. Oh, OK, no. I thought maybe you were giving us like a little tease or something. No, no. Hopefully, you know, soon. Um, I, I mean, will that's, be... what, that's what happened to Level Down Games. Bad management. <laughs> Damn 100%. It, man. Well, yeah, it's all on uh, me. It's, it's all on not me. As, not as it's bad. That's why, why I promoted I, Kyle. <laughs> where I work, where I work, it's, it's pretty bad. You don't suck the soul and the life out of me, Brian. So we're good. Not yet. My new yeah, goal. You don't suck I, Dan at all. I not have yet. a new no, reunion. I stopped. I stopped. Or a new uh, resolution. It's to get Dan a job here in Las Vegas. Move him in. Oh, move him to Las Vegas? Yeah. I mean, I move to Vegas. Shit. Play some poker, dude. Play some Texas Hold'em. Yeah, then Dan would just be doing nothing but playing poker. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that is my personal, that is a personal uh, resolution. Uh, as far as gaming, uh, I would like to hit 300 followers on Twitch. Um, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, double yeah, it. I, well, more than, well, less than double. What are you yeah, at I'm now, at like, 170? I'm at like 172, 175, somewhere in there. So I would like to, you know, um, grow on Twitch more. And I know I have to, you know, work on a few things outside of Twitch to grow. So, you know, that kind of all encompasses as one. So, yeah. That, that's my fr- 
you stopped growing like 20 years ago. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I was like five years. I stopped growing in kindergarten. Um, <laughs> it's, it's been rough. It's been rough. Uh, but no. <laughs> Uh, my second is uh, to play more uh, video games with my wife. Uh, we've been having a ton of fun uh, playing Sackboy. Um, That's a good one. Yeah, don't so hear I about think... your bedroom life, Dan. <laughs> so uh, I think there's a few <laughs> games on the Switch we could play together. I know Donkey Kong uh, Tropical Freeze would be a game I think we could play together. Overcooked, um, like Sean said. Overcooked and Overcooked too, man. Yeah, yeah. if you're not going to get stressed out, Overcooked is a really good game. For someone like me who's like, anxiety and hates it when an order falls off and you lose a tip not so much um but that's a good I, actually, resolution dan yeah. i love that i actually yeah. i i think you bring up a really good point man it's it's tough sometimes when you're married and you want to spend time with your wife but you also want to play video games and when you can mix the two together it's it's awesome well yeah because i mean i do kind of uh want to focus more on you know a more consistent streaming schedule and i do feel bad sometimes you know when me and the wife work and i come home and you know we eat dinner and then i go straight into playing video games so if i can play video games with her more we are hanging out and you know still getting that time together and uh i love hanging out with my wife so it's uh tie those two together it'll be great two yeah, for man. tuesday dan Two people on camera, one game. Two for Tuesday. <laughs> Two for Tuesday. Um, that used to be who? Who did that? Comp ninety two. Comp and out That's Vegas. Comp ninety two point three. Yeah. The Rock Station. Baby. Two for Tuesday, baby. <laughs> shout out plug. to shout out to oh, fuck. Who were the who were the morning hosts? Uh, God, I don't oh, even that remember. Was Craig Allen, Andy. Yes, yes, that's exactly who it is, Craig Allen. Yeah. It's not anymore, is it? No, no, no. No, Craig, Craig Craig's Al not Craig even Allen on the Andy, air. Baby. Sorry, Dan. Keep going with the uh, resolutions. You're fine. Another one I have is do more gaming related stuff outside of Twitch. So that kind of ties in, you know, with level down games. Try to get some more reviews done. Oh yeah. Uh, try oh, yeah. To, I maybe even focus on some editorials and stuff like that. Um, you know, thoughts. You know, get my get more of my thoughts out there. You know, I wish I would have been more vocal with Cyberpunk. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so just you know, just work on just getting you know a steady flow of content. You know, outside of Twitch, and you know, uh, really help with the LDG aspect of that as well. I got one for I, you, Dan. I got one. Dan blog. Say you know less often. Uh, yeah, actually, I I I actually have that wrote down. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, he almost uh, said it when he acknowledged you. He's like, ah, yeah. You, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was on there. I was editing hit our music last night, and there was a there was a spot from like eight minutes and seven seconds until like nine minutes and twenty something. It was like a minute and twenty four seconds total. He said, "You know, twenty seven times in yeah, that man. one minute and twenty four seconds or whatever it was." I think it's just like my anxiety. Like with this, you know, I still have a hard time. I'm I'm a very shy and kind of reserved person. You know, so oh, there you go. You know, so we um, all say, "You know," I hear it all the time when I'm editing. Like all four of us say, "You." know but there's nobody that says it more than <laughs> you know what you know what it, sean keep that ding <laughs> every oh, time geez. dan says it ding ding but in all honesty if you can catch them all because some of them go by so fast that like i don't even recognize it till i hold it to dan's credit i think that the the goal just just a personal goal in in anybody's life to rid yourself of audible pauses is a very worthy goal oh, and that includes sure. things like um or uh Likes, or like well or you know or whatever whatever yours yeah. is ridding yourself of audible pauses is a is a great goal and it, and it does wonders for your speech so yeah that was uh on my list 
two more two more we'll get through real quick uh play more games with other people but you know be a little more social that goes back to the anxiety thing i have a few people you guys included to ask me to play games and i don't play games with a lot of other people uh so it's something that i want to do more of um i think that'll also help me on twitch as well when i'm playing with other people we have some of my best interactions and uh streams have been with you guys playing fall guys and I, I want to, you know, I want to do that more. It's, you know, there's a lot of more banter, and it, it's a good time. It gets people interacting. So, did I really say? You know, sometimes I don't even notice that I say it. Like, holy shit! And the last one that I have is to beat Breath of the Wild. Oh, nice. that's right. You've never bad. finished it. You've never nice. finished it. Yeah, I haven't it. beat it. I have not beat it. So it is on my list. I will beat it this year. Wait, what about Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, I mean, I'm going to beat that. That's one of the first games I'm going to beat this year. Yeah, okay. you seem to be. You seem to have been putting some more time into that recently, finally again. I have. So I think once Ghost of Tsushima is done, I think maybe that's I'll work on Breath of the Wild. That'll be my like big story driven game. The level down games game of the year. You're going to stream. uh yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. Are you going to stream Breath of the Wild? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm going to try to stream as much as I can. Anytime I play video games, I rarely play video games off stream anymore. You're not going to. Are you starting it over or no? I probably will. How far are you? I think I beat one of the temples. Oh, then start over. Just start yeah. over at that point. Because I, I, well, I would just have a hard time remembering to do some things. It took me even with uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I jumped back into it and it took me a few uh, times to kind of remember how to do certain things. So that's always tough with those kind of games. Like uh, yes. there have been times where like I went back to a game after like two years and I just wandered around for like exactly. Yeah. Two you hours so trying to figure out what to do. Every Eventually do it'll it. click. Every time I boot right. up Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually at the end of that one. I, I will finish Valhalla probably in the next few days. I, I only have a few more story missions to go. I think I'm at like nice. 80 some percent or close to 90 percent finished with that game. So uh, I should be doing that soon. Dan, did you have any others or was that it? No, that was it. That was my last gaming resolution. All right. Now that we've got our gaming resolutions out of the way, the next thing that I want to do I want us to go over our most anticipated games for 2021. One of the things that we used to do as part of the Level Down Games Awards, we used to have our most anticipated category. We left that off this year so that way we could expand on it this year and make it a fun thing to do at the beginning of the year with our first episode of each year going forward. So... Top five most anticipated games per person. And then I know some of us have some extras, so we'll go over those as well. But Sean, I know you only have five. So what we'll do, we'll let you go first. Okay, so here's here's the caveat right now. Top five games you're looking forward to doesn't exactly mean top five games that you're most wanting to play i think that's an important thing on my list because for some things i'm looking forward to them just out of sheer curiosity not like for other reasons oh, i want to play this the most maybe, maybe you're looking forward to it for a different reason sure I can right dig that. exactly yeah sure. okay, okay here we go number one outriders do you guys have that wow. on your list no no I don't No, <laughs> no, no, I don't. Out of no. the like 85 games that you guys put on there, you, no. you're not looking forward to Outriders? I mean, I am, but not in like the top 10 or anything close to and that. Definitely not number one, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can't imagine Sean is in like actual numerical order. I have a feeling these are just five games. It's just but, five games. Yeah. Um, 
Outriders looks fun in terms of a, a potential Destiny style looter shooter. I just I'm so intrigued by Square Enix going outside of the traditional RPG realm. Some of their games like the Crystal Dynamics Marvel's Avengers looked amazing and then got really mixed reviews. And so I'm I'm nervous because I want this to do really well, but it's not exactly it's not instilling confidence in me that the foyers that they've taken outside of the traditional RPG route have not been very good. Okay. So now I know Outriders. Tomb Raider is a Square Enix thing now, right? Because it is. They it wrapped is, yeah. that up and they're not with Eidos. So that gives me a little bit of hope that maybe they'll crack this and they'll get it done, but we'll see. I, I want to play it with you guys if it's available. I, I would be I would be willing to check it out for sure. It is something that I would definitely play. I don't know that I'll stick with it, but it would be so unless it like really got it, you know, like it stuck its teeth into me or something. But correct. I, yeah, I would, I would definitely try it out for sure. Yeah, yeah. I would try it out okay. for sure. All right, cool. Well, hey, you know, I'm glad I brought something up. You guys didn't. Have. <laughs> yeah, not one I would have uh, talked about today. <laughs> this number two, you probably will have Writer's Republic. I don't have that on my list. What? <laughs> that was at number 10 on my list and I pushed it off. Wow. Okay, so you, you bumped it, and I can't imagine Dan put it on there. No, it is not on my list. Holy crap. Okay, okay. Right, it, it's, uh, it's one I'm looking forward to. PlayStation but, game in February, but it so got I can't bumped. wait for that. I can't wait for it to be free next month. It'll be good. Yeah, 100%. Wait, it's free next <laughs> month? PlayStation Plus, baby. Are you oh, sure? Shit. Yeah, it's the February PS Plus game. No, that's Destruction All-Stars. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't even care about Riders Republic then. I was thinking of Destruction All-Stars. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck this game. <laughs> no, I, I, I do want to play Riders Republic. That's uh, Ubisoft Connect. That's how I'm going to play. That. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> I haven't smoked yet this morning. <laughs> That's what's my issue is I haven't smoked yet today. That's my issue. Well, freaking get it going, man. Come on. Fire it up, baby. Okay, no. Two yeah. games we didn't have. What else you got, Sean? All right. Okay, here we go. Get it done. Number three. I'm actually looking forward to this, not because I'm necessarily wanting to play it, more just to see how it does. New World. Oh, my. You and New World. What is going on here? <laughs> you are not going to like my predictions. <laughs> no, you know what? Here's the deal with. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Where is it? I don't I don't get the regular ding. So whenever I say, you know, it's going to be. OK, so <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> I, I think that New World either is going to be amazing or horrible. And I'm so scared to see how it ends up because I think this is going to be really important for Amazon. I mean, Amazon's making this big push to get into gaming, right? Like they're launching I'm Luna, my predictions. you know, new world, Amazon, all that. Luna. We'll go over that. I've got some predictions on it as well. So I'm just intrigued to see how new world will do. If it's good, I think we could really enjoy it. If it's bad, we're going to be talking about it. So either way, it's going to be a part of our 2021, you know, here's the, here's the, I am, I, I will pick up new world. I will pick that game up, so I'll certainly play it when it comes out. It's got to be good for me to stick with it, though. Yeah. So we'll see. I 100% we'll see. agree. All right. Number four, God of War Ragnarok. I mean, what? That, yeah, that's on my list. If it makes 2021, it's on my list. I don't think I, it's making I'm 2021. So it didn't make my list. Not on my list. Oh, man. I, I I've just never played really, a God of War I feel like game, it's though, coming. So. I, I do. I feel like it's coming and it makes me feel like, oh, I need to I need to play God of War and it's on PS Plus. Why am I not playing it? But the simple answer is, is I'm just I'm stuck on Final Fantasy. Right the first now, one so. is. Yes, the first one is. Yeah. And the, then number the, five, the other, the Hogwarts older ones Legacy. on PS Plus. That's on my list. Hogwarts Legacy is definitely on my list. Yeah, not I, on my I, list. 
I really want to see what port key games can do with it this. Is on my list. It, it is one of those things where I get nervous about prequel games for movie content or like other things. Like, uh, for example, Elder Scrolls Online always made me nervous that I was playing an Elder Scrolls adventure before the events of like Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, all that, just because I feel like I kind of already know how the world's going to be. So there's not a whole lot of sure intrigue there for me. I know Hogwarts is going to be there. This happens in the 1800s before Harry Potter's even a thought. So I'm kind of curious to see how they go with this. How's, how are they going to make me feel like... I actually have to save the world or, you know, do something amazing and magic. But I think the game looks fantastic. Can't wait to see how it does. And I do want to play it. I will. I will buy that day one. So there's there's my top five games. I figured you guys would would trample all over the list. But I was shocked that some of those games we did weren't not on there for you. We did not. Yeah. So nice list there, Sean. I'm, I'm surprised those are the five you came up with. So very, know, uh, very interesting. Hello, everybody. It's Kyle from The Media Files. And if you don't know what The Media Files is, what are you even doing? The Media Files is a pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. Every episode, a special guest and I will be talking about something happening in pop culture, whether it's movies, television, music, books, sports, video games, you name it, we'll talk about it. Subscribe to The Media Files on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you there. Dan, you said you got 12. I think Kyle I and my list might be really close to one another. So I'm going to let you go next. OK, um, I actually I have like a top five and then I have ones that are like honorable mentions. That's what I did, um, too. That's what I okay. did, too. Do you want me to just start with my top five then? Yep. OK, I'll do uh, number five is uh, Gran Turismo 7. Um, Good choice. Oh, yeah, Good choice. I think it'll look freaking amazing on the PS5. It's been, it's been a while. Uh, I love racing games. Um, Forza is a game that I like, but I don't have a Series X, so I can't play that. Uh, so I am definitely looking forward to Gran Turismo seven with the haptic feedback, the dual sense. I think it'll be freaking amazing. And I'm super excited to play. I that. think that's what I'm most looking forward to about Gran Turismo seven is yeah. the way that they utilize the dual sense. I think that's going to yeah. be really, really cool. Yeah, I actually, be I, I, I'm sad that I didn't put that on my list, Dan, because I, I think you bring up a really good point. When I played Dirt five, the haptic feedback was barely there and it was still like a game changer for me. So the fact that there's a, a game that comes out on the system and it's 100 percent been developed for that system, I can't wait to see what they do. That's a good call. Yeah, it's going to do great things. Um, number four is Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. Oh, OK, I'm familiar <laughs> with this game. Did not put it on my list, but I am 100 percent familiar with this game. It looks rad as hell. Yeah, it's an indie game. Um, yeah. So, and actually, that's kind of foreshadowing some of my predictions, um, but uh, we'll get to that later. So, yeah, it looks like a really fun game. Uh, a really cool concept, a little different. So, uh, I'm totally excited for this. Uh, let's see. Number three, uh, it's kind of a reach. Not sure if it'll release this year. I hope it does because it's been a few years. Uh, I need some Battlefield 6 in my life. I think there's a good chance that happens this year. I do. It, it needs to be modern. I played the shit out of Battlefield 3 and I played the shit out of Battlefield 4. Uh, love those games. Played a lot with my brother-in-law and his cousin. So uh, we had a great time playing that. I actually was pretty good at that. Better than I am at uh, Call of Duty. So uh, really looking forward to that. Hope uh, something gets announced. Maybe holiday. That would be great. Yeah, I, I really think that's a strong possibility for this year. I do. 
I, I hope I hope you're right. Um, number two uh, is going to be NHL 22 because this will be the first year that uh, it is a PS5 game. Uh, this past NHL 21 was just a PS4 game that could play on the PS5. So kind of excited to see what they could do again with uh, hopefully utilizing the uh, dual sets uh, controller. It would be kind of cool to see what they could do with an NHL game. It'll also be the first NHL game featuring the Seattle Kraken. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be stoked for that. I might have to play with Dan. Yeah, man, we can definitely play. Does that that expansion team starts this soon or coming up? Yeah, they're drafting this year. Yeah, Yeah, they'll draft this year. There'll be an expansion draft, so we'll at least have a roster for sure. Yeah, so there you go. And then my number one anticipated game is Hollow Knight Silksong. Mm -hmm. That made my list. uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's on I my list. Loved the first one. Um, probably one of my favorite games. Uh, so yeah, super excited for the sequel. Uh, can't wait to stream this. Put a lot of time into it. Uh, yeah. I'm actually disappointed in myself because Hollow Knight is on the PlayStation Plus collection, and I haven't played it yet. I have it downloaded. Uh, do it. And, and from what I hear, that's like a cardinal sin. <laughs> it's a it's a brilliant game. Yeah, but it's also hard and frustrating. It is. It's yeah. very you, frustrating. I'm surprised you had Hollow Knight Silk Song at number one, though. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's probably my most anticipated game. I mean, yeah, I think just because it's different. Like, I could have put, you know, uh, Call of Duty or whatever on there. So, but uh, yeah, it's my number one most anticipated game. Looking forward to it. Uh, So hopefully it gets released soon. I know there's some rumors out there. Edge Magazine just came out with a big article on it. So we might have it uh, might have a release date somewhat soon, but I don't know. What were your leftovers? Uh, leftovers is back for blood uh me and you played a little bit of the alpha and it was fun so i think that's a game that we could have a lot of fun with and it seems like it's got a lot of potential the other game that uh just barely didn't make my top five was uh jet the far shore oh okay coming to ps5 later this year yeah it looks i know there's not a whole lot of uh stuff out there for it but it's definitely got me intrigued i'm definitely curious about it so hopefully we'll be able to check that out this year uh Humankind uh, kind of looks fun. I know it's like okay. a what, civilization game, kind of. It's a, it's a civilization sort of type game from Sega. I think Sega's doing that uh, one. Sega. I can't remember. Sega. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Sega. Oh dang it! Now I gotta bring it up. Hang on. Might where be. Is it? Might be. Might be Sega. It looks fun. They announced it. it at, they announced it at like was it Gamescom yeah, last Sega. year? Sega yeah. and Amplitude Studios. Yeah, I got a I got a pretty decent memory. I think it was announced at Gamescom last year. Uh, right now it's projected to release April 22nd of this year. So we'll yeah, see. It's, it's, it's coming we'll soon ish. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kenna bridge of spirits. Fuck. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, looks super fun. Cannot wait yep. for that. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, the outlast trials. Ooh, good one. It's uh, going to be multiplayer. They're focusing a little bit on multiplayer. I think there is some solo play, but it's uh, some co-op. So I do. I never got to play the second Outlast. Maybe I'll do that on stream. Probably a lot of fun. The first get one I enjoyed. Some, get you some jump scares. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Scorn. Uh, looking forward to that. That one looks um, good. Kyle would be like, interested in Scorn for sure. Yeah. Ve- uh, very much looks like a Doom type of inspired game. Yep. It, it, uh, and my last one, uh, it's not announced, but it comes out, you know, uh, every year is the call. I'm going to say Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That's what the rumor um, is. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this is the year where we go back to the, the Modern Warfare. Um, so I, I it might not be called Modern Warfare 2, but uh, hopefully, you know, they have some more Warzone integrations and stuff like that. So definitely is looking forward to that. Is that your favorite? 
type of Call of Duty is the modern. I do. I, I love I love modern combat. The same thing with Battlefield. It's why I didn't really touch Battlefield five and then Battlefield one um, is I, I'm more of the modern warfare. It just fits my play style a little bit better. I'll go next. Kyle, I, I was looking through my and I thought, Kyle, you and I might have some crossover and I think we will. We will. But but uh, I, I think my list will be different enough from yours. I'll go next. Uh, my top five. Number one is Horizon Forbidden West. I, oh, I think yeah. that game will definitely make 2021. I, I think some things obviously are going to get delayed into 2022 because of the, you know, coming out of the pandemic and all the issues. But I, but I do think Horizon Forbidden West will be one of PlayStation 5's biggest games this year. That's my number one. Number two comes out relatively soon. Ease 9, Monstrum Knox. That comes out, I, I want to say, in February for, for, for us here in the States. It's been out in Japan. Uh, a couple months, right? I, I can't remember exactly when it released in Japan, but we should have it here in about a month. And, and I am really excited for some Ease 9. I, I have been waiting, obviously, since finishing Ease 8. Sean, I can't believe you didn't put that on your list, especially after digging the music. You, you, you tried to you tried to put that on the LBG <laughs> Awards last year for soundtrack of the year. Not even this year, last yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? You're right, dude. And I'm sorry. Actually, hold on. Where's my... Should have had some Ease 9 on there. So... I 110% plan on playing Lacrimosa of Donna this year. I really do. You should. It bothers me that I haven't yet. It's just like I said, my backlog is so big, right? You know, I have so many things that I just haven't really gotten to. So, uh, yes, I need to get after that. Yeah, 110%. And I'm actually glad I waited just a little bit because I think that I might be able to get it on sale. I know it was on sale this past holiday, so it might go on sale again. But probably. I need to uh, do yeah. it this year. You you definitely should. So number two for me was Ease Nine Monster Knox. Number three is Senua's Saga Hellblade Two. I oh, wow. think that game is going to be one of Microsoft's biggest titles this year. Obviously, Halo Infinite. I, I do still. I think that will come out this year as well. But I but I think they're going to be writing a lot on Hellblade Two, and and I have a feeling it will have some different aspects to separate it from the first game. Really looking forward to it. Number four, Dan, you mentioned it. Kenna Bridge of Spirits. I think that. Game is going to be one of the best games of 2021 when it comes out. I, I have high hopes for this game. I really do. And then uh, number five, I think somebody mentioned it. Sean, maybe Hogwarts Legacy. I have that as number five. Yes, on sir. My list as well. Jessica has been rewatching all of the Harry Potter movies since Christmas time. She got them all. You on have Blu-ray. To. Yeah. So so she's been watching all of those. And I, I've been paying attention here and there. Like I'm not sitting there and watching them all from start to finish with her. But it, it has gotten me a little bit excited to to play some Hogwarts Legacy. And as you mentioned, it is set, you know, well before the events of Harry Potter. So so I'm very like curious to see. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. to see how they tie it in. I'm curious to see some stuff that maybe, you know, they they talked about in the movies or the books, but didn't really get to explore in terms of cinema. Uh, I think this game could be really cool. Uh, the no, I'm, rest, I'm with you, man. The rest of my list got a war. I'm not sure that that's going to make this year, but I put it on there because if it does come out in 2021, I am excited for it. But I think that will see a delay to 2022. Same thing with Elden Ring. I am really excited for that. That's why I didn't make my top five. I think this also is going to get bumped to 2022. But if it releases this year, I'm really, really hopeful that it will be good. Uh, Halo Infinite is on my list as an alternate. I, I think that one will be good. Hollow Knight Silk Song, as Dan said, is on my list. Persona 5 Strikers, the Muso coming from Atlas and uh, Omega Force for Persona 5. That looks awesome. Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. 
I think that game is going to be amazing from Insomniac. I really hope we get a release date for that one soon because I feel like it's close to being done. Resident Evil Village, I, I think, could be a potential game of the year contender when all is said and done, especially coming off of the success of Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 2 Remake. I think the original team is on this one, so that one should be good. Uh, looking at the Switch, Monster Hunters 2 Wings of Ruin. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, Gotham Knights is on my list, as is Back for Blood. Nice, dude. All right, so we Village definitely have... Good. Definitely have some crossover there, uh, but I've got some some uniqueness in mind as well. Uh, my number one most anticipated game, I think, is Hogwarts Legacy. Damn. OK, we're wow. all excited for that one. OK, I Send am me. really ex- I mean, I'm a big fan of the Harry Potter universe. I think it stands to be said that the recent controversy surrounding J.K. Rowling and uh, her tweets, a lot of people have seen some of her sentiments as transphobic specifically or anti, you know, progressive in, in many ways. And however you take it, she has very little impact on this game as it is. And I think this game needs to stand alone. I don't alone. think she has any impact, does she? I don't think I, she has anything to do with You know, this I think she, she'll probably stand as an executive producer in that she's the creator of the estate, right? Sure. But what does she really have to say in terms of the game design? Probably nothing. Yeah, I think that this game has to stand alone as its own thing. Apart from however you feel about J.K. Rowling, she's probably disassociated enough from this that if you don't like her, you can still be excited for this game. You know, what's also exciting about Hogwarts Legacy, just to chime in real fast. The original crew for the Harry Potter films is in talks to return for another film. And there's wide rumors that it could be a, an ad, a film adaptation of the Cursed Child play. But I mean, I would expect to see a lot on Hogwarts Legacy coming out if news of that really does break this year. Definitely. So I, I'm with you, Kyle. Good call. And I, and I think you're absolutely right. J.K. Rowling is so far removed from a lot of the stuff that WB is doing with Harry Potter. So exactly. It's fine. Number two for me probably comes as no surprise to a lot of people. Axiom Verge 2. Mm-hmm. I almost put that on my list. I totally adore the first Axiom Verge. I'm also a, a personal friend of the creator, Tom Happ, and the... I think he does great work. I think he's a really honest stand-up guy. Uh, He's also the father of a functionally impaired child that has cerebral palsy, and he uses most of the money he makes uh, for the care of his child, for the health care of his child. And I just think it's amazing that he makes great games in order to fund his child's health care. I think that's such an incredible, cool story. Aside from that, I think that Axiom Verge is amazing, and I'm super excited for Axiom Verge 2. I will definitely pick it up and play it for sure. Okay, you son of a bee. I'm I'm picking up Axiom Verge then. You, I mean, I mean, they're usually his games aren't that expensive. They're twenty to twenty five dollars when they come out. Good, they're good games and they're awesome. They yeah. play is just on, like old Metroid games. Is it on, it's on PlayStation? Switch. I think it's on Switch. Yeah, I don't it's think it's on, on Switch. I, I have it. I have the collector's edition on Switch. I don't think it's on PlayStation. Though. I think it's PC and Switch. Uh, it's okay, on okay. PlayStation. I think it's on everything. Is it now? I well, yeah, I think Axiom Verge yeah. Two is only going to be on PC and Switch, right? Maybe. Not sure. Yeah, something it's is. Eight dollars like- right now on PlayStation. But I follow. I follow and and speak frequently with both him and his wife, and he works late into the night, frequently working on. He does the soundtrack by himself. He does everything. Yeah, it's all him. It's a good game. Number three, Gotham Knights. Uh, yeah. I, I hate to front load my list with a bunch of WB properties, but <laughs> big fan. They're not that bad, though. WB Games has come a long way, dude. They make great games. 
And I'm a big fan of the Arkham series. Now, I know that Gotham Knights is supposed to kind of be like tangential to Arkham or not really related to Arkham, I think. But it's not. Is correct. it a Rocksteady the, game? No, this is um, uh, the the Montreal team, right? This is the one that this did Arkham WB Montreal and, yeah. and Rocksteady's making a different game. If yeah, Rock, oh, okay. Rocksteady's making Suicide Squad. Uh, that's right. And that's this, in the Arkham universe. This is gotcha. the team that did Arkham Origins, and they're making something that's not part of that universe, correct? Right. I just, I, I'm so excited. Play as the as the Batman, the parallel Batman squad, you know, with Batgirl and, and Red Hood. I think that's going to be so cool, that game. And, and it's the Court of Owls in Talon. Such a really cool story about the Gotham underworld that I think is going to be really rad to get into. Number four, Back for Blood. I'm a huge Left 4 Dead fan. This is a game that I think if if all of us really get into it, this is going to be uh, probably a serious contender for our Can't Stop, Won't Stop for the end I of 2021. I had fun with Dan, just, you know, with, with two randoms. It was super fun, so. Yeah, I love it. Can't wait for it. At number five, Kenna Bridges Spirits. Man, it looks so good. Yep, absolutely. So those are my top five for the year. Uh, now, I didn't, I omitted a number of games that probably could have been in the top five, but I think are... are are in in serious danger of being pushed back to 2022 like horizon and god of war and halo infinite yeah but, see all of those all of those and, and i went with horizon thinking that sony is going to try to get at least one horizon or god of war out in 2021 and i feel like horizon forbidden west is the better bet in terms of releasing probably this year. so uh my next five i like i said i went to 10 uh included hollow knight silk song how could you not be excited for that uh resident evil village and then uh i think these next three for me are unique uh psychonauts 2 it looks good i'm bloody i'm bloody excited for that brilliant game the first one is and and i'm so excited to return to that world uh sports story i was a huge fan of golf story and sports sports story looks like that amped up and destruction all-stars just being such a huge fan of rocket league i think i'm really really going to have a good time with destruction all-stars once it hits uh the ps plus whatever free games next yeah. month not riders republic but destruction all-stars yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't get those confused like i did those are good lists guys i i like the i, I like the anticipation i think we hit all the uh man not all of them there's probably still some some popular games that we didn't cover there's some good games coming out, man. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We mentioned a lot. And yeah, 2021, if it doesn't see a lot of delays, it could be a really strong year. But but I do think that a lot of things will get delayed out of this year. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what ends up happening. Should be fun, though. It's time for this week's preview of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. Last week on the show, we presented an idea for the end of the year centered on leftovers, which were tracks that we didn't stick in any other episode in 2020 that maybe we had planned on doing at one point or another. It was a quick episode. There weren't any dialogue in there. So what we'll go ahead and do, we'll play a quick preview of that one and then make sure you tune in this week. Myself and the messenger will be sitting down and chatting about sports games. Check it out. You're listening to Title Screen from Wii Sports, released November 19th, 2006, composed by Kazume Totaka.
Brand new episodes of BG Mania are available every Wednesday and Saturday. Come join us on this musical adventure. Since the game challenge is retired, the thing that is replacing it is that Nintendo Switch online game. And we're actually going to be calling that the LDG Rumble. So what this is going to be every single week, we're going to be competing in a specific challenge featuring one of the games that is available through Nintendo Switch Online. So first of all, in order to compete against us, you will have to have access to a Nintendo Switch with an active membership to Nintendo Switch Online. If you do, all of the games we select from are available either on Nesflix or SNESflix, and hopefully they add some more offerings, maybe like Game Boy games or N64 games or something later this year. That way we just have a ton of games to choose from. But the idea behind this segment, which was brought to us from one of our loyal listeners, Ryan, over in Ireland, a earlier last year kind of suggested this for a segment for the show, and I really did like it. So the way this is going to work is that we're going to pick a game every week that's on Nintendo switch online and we're all going to compete in the ldg rumble so we're going to have another channel dedicated to the rumble in discord under the level down games podcast folder and what we'll do every single week is we'll we'll highlight what the challenge is going to be and then everybody can submit their high score their whatever whatever it ends up being a lot of times it will be score related because these older games tended to deal a lot with high scores. So we will require proof because there may be rewards for this. We're not 100% sure yet, but if the reception goes strong, then we will start giving things away to the winners every single week of the LDG Rumble. But we want to see what the reception is actually going to be like for the first couple weeks of the uh, of the segment to see if people are actually going to participate or if they're not going to at all. Because if they're not, then we'll try to think of something else. But the uh, one of the themes of 2021 is really going to be increasing our engagement with our audience. And this is one of the ways to do that same thing with the game challenge we're moving it to discord because we want more of you involved i'm gonna give it a shot but man those old those old nintendo games for some reason they make me feel really old i they're like when i play them i realize that my parents who tried to play nintendo games with me growing up i'm them like i'm like what button do i press for this (laughs) like i just can never figure it out and it, <laughs> it makes me feel really bad that I was like, geez, dad, get with it. My dad tried to play Super Bases Loaded with me growing up, and he always sucked. And I was like, man, you suck at video games, dad. But really, I just feel bad for the guy because no one knew what the F to do in video games. So for the first week of the LDG Rumble, we're going to pull Balloon Fight out of the hat. And what we're going to compete for is just the standard high score. So fire up Balloon Fight on Nintendo Switch Online. And if you feel like your score is high enough, take a screenshot of it, submit it in Discord, and we'll see how this goes. We'll all be playing along. We'll compete against the listeners. And hopefully this will be something fun that we can do every single week to also bring a little bit of retro to the podcast. Something that I think is sorely missing because we do focus so much on the new releases and and more recent stuff. So this should hopefully hopefully add some more layers to the show and and just be fun. Like we like competitions and and this is going to be something that we can actively do and track 
every single week through Discord. So, but the main thing that I've been looking forward to on the show today and the last thing that we're really going to do, because, again, this is just meant to be a fun show this week, is is really do some 2021 predictions. I know we talked about games coming out. I know we talked about gaming resolutions, but we really haven't talked about overall predictions for 2021. And what we do every year, we do these crystal ball predictions. We got a little crazy up to last year. We used to really go out on a limb. We used to try to make them in depth, try to make them hard to get. And then we didn't do any other predictions throughout 2020 because of things getting pushed, things getting canceled because of COVID. And I don't know that things are going to go back to normal this year. I, I don't know that we'll do any other predictions this year. So what we decided to do was just have an episode where we predicted whatever we wanted, 10 each throughout the rest of next uh, of this year. I can't say next year anymore because it is 2021. But before we talk about this year's predictions, I do want to look back at last year's predictions. Let's see how we did. Oh, and crap. and this is this is funny here. So I, I have the list and there are some that we got right. Not many, but some. And remember, we were doing two points apiece with splitting between people if they were close. That was confusing. I also omitted all of Frank's predictions. We're not going to go over those. Um, so yeah, mostly wh- because a lot of them didn't come true. <laughs> well, when it, when, it, when it comes down when it comes down to it, there weren't any that we ended up splitting. Now, maybe if I would have yeah. left some of his on there, we would have. But I took them all off, so we're not splitting yeah. anything. Uh, Dan, your first prediction was Destiny 3 ends up being announced and revealed as a launch title for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. It did not happen. Wah, 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 oh, wah, hang on, wah. hang on, hang on. Let me get the sounds ready. OK, let me. Oh, gosh. Freaking Dan's over here doing the sounds. And I uh... I got you, dude. I got you. That's not it. Hold on. Uh... <laughs> okay, what was that? There you go. Didn't work. Glass shatter. Okay, Sean, your first prediction. Microsoft acquires Konami and their entire IP catalog as a first party studio. Didn't happen. Kyle, your first prediction. Nintendo partners with Netflix to develop a live action adaptation of the Metroid Prime series. Damn it. Didn't happen. Mm. (laughs) Why you keep changing the sound? (laughs) (laughs) My first prediction. Atari VCS is largely successful by the end of 2020 and has some sort of integration with Steam to play less graphically intensive games. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. It did ship. It shipped to backers, I think, but it didn't actually come out to regular consumers. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens here. This one, uh, it it did get you some points. It was a pretty easy prediction, though. Dan's number two, The Last of Us Part Two, ends up being the game of the year at the official game awards at the end of the year. Well, that did happen. So I mean, that I I I mean, sure, but I mean, there were some very good games that could have knocked that off. I know, I know, but I think largely everyone was anticipating it to be a a contender and and it was and it did win but, hey, you still uh, yeah. called it still called it still got the two points uh sean your next one we might have to give this to you bethesda doubles down on fallout 76 and adds a complete rework with a cooperative story and npcs they did yeah, do that they, they did. did that they did do that so that's totally totally true yeah they did do that so two points for sean there uh kyle you're number two google adds stadia support on the playstation 5 and xbox series x due to failing on its own death stranding comes to stadia stadia specific controllers also get a permanent price reduction of 33 percent none of that happened (laughs) my number two this one's tough for me because it wasn't at the event where i said it would be at so it technically is a point but it's not two points. Final Fantasy 16 gets announced at the PlayStation 5 reveal event. No release date given, but holiday 2021 is not out of the question. That was my prediction. It did get announced, but it was not 
at the PlayStation 5 reveal event. It was at the second PlayStation 5 reveal event. <laughs> Son of a fucking bitch. So it's only a point. It wasn't worth two points, uh, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm up to one point to, to Sean and Dan's two points. Dan, your number three, Animal Crossing will not be Nintendo's biggest release for 2020. That honor will go to Breath of the Wild 2, releasing holiday 2020. Didn't happen. Sean, your number three. Nintendo announces the Nintendo Switch Plus, which will be a beefier, similar system to the Nintendo 3DS and will be released alongside the new Zelda game. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. So, more to come on that in my predictions for this year. And that one, actually, that one was split with Dan because, Dan, you, you had that yeah. here in a little bit as well. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, your number three. The NFL will sever its... I liked this one, too, and I screwed it up already. The NFL will sever its exclusivity contract with EA sometime after the Super Bowl in 2020. 2K will announce a revival of the 2K football series at the Tokyo Game Show, but it will mimic the play style of NFL Blitz and NFL Street and not be a simulation game. You went too in depth on these. I still wish that came true. <laughs> me too. Me too. Didn't happen, but I, I wish it would have came true. I, I love that you said Tokyo because no way would a football game be announced at the Tokyo Game Show. You don't know. So <laughs> goodbye. My number three didn't happen. Nintendo pulls off a major shadow drop in 2020 when Bayonetta three gets shadow dropped during the fall of Nintendo direct. They didn't actually shadow drop anything outside of like smaller titles, I think in, in 2020, but that's because they didn't have any like major Nintendo directs either. Uh, Dan, your number four. We just talked about it split with Sean and Nintendo Switch Pro version ends up getting released in 2020. It'll be a thinner console with 4K capabilities and more internal memory. Didn't happen. Sean, you're, <laughs> you're number four. Sony announces the PlayStation VR 2, which will be released alongside the PS5. Didn't happen. Kyle, you're number four. <laughs> what the Got you a point. Nintendo, not two points, but one point. Nintendo announces during the spring Nintendo Direct that Mario Kart Switch is in development, with Switch being a major mechanic in the game. It will release holiday 2020. We're giving you a point for Mario Kart Live Home Circuit because okay, a, a new Mario Kart game did come out. Yeah, a new Mario Kart game did come out. It just wasn't it didn't have that Switch mechanic and it it wasn't like a traditional Mario Kart game. But a new Mario Kart game did come out in holiday 2020. So, yeah, that's okay. definitely a point. Woo! That's definitely a point. Uh, so now you're tied with me, but we still got to catch Dan and Sean, who are at two points apiece. Dan, you're number five. Google Stadia flops throughout 2020. And by the end of the year, Google kills off the service completely. I, I think we could give you a point. I think a point. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, it, because it did, fair. it did flop, but they didn't Woo! kill it. So. They, yeah, they have not. They're going to try to revive it this year, though. So Dan, Dan, you're up to three. Uh, Sean, Holy you're smoke. at two. Myself and Kyle at one. And we each got one prediction left besides Dan. So, Dan, you need to hold on strong. Sean, you're number five. Sega announces the next generation console due to release Son in 2022. Didn't happen, Sean. <laughs> Didn't happen. What the fuck? <laughs> Kyle, your number five, I thought was brilliant. A new, a new business and startup economy surrounding gaming begins in 2020, which includes online betting and wagering on competitive esports games like Counter Strike. League of Legends and Rocket League. These websites will use a virtual currency to bet against and challenge other players in these games for that currency. This will also end up being a hot topic for legislation by the end of 2020. Didn't happen, though. Son of a gun, man. I've got Didn't such happen, good ideas. I could be a millionaire if I actually did these myself. <laughs> <laughs> And then my number five, Sony ups the ante on their worldwide studios acquisitions leading up to the launch of the PlayStation 5 and acquires Kojima Productions, Remedy Entertainment from Software and Konami. Oh, Didn't that happen. So good. Didn't happen. Which means, Dan, you what? won last year. How? Holy shit. That's amazing. You won last year. 
I'm, I'm good job, away. Dan. You won yeah, last year, Dan. Dan. Loser. Three points <laughs> to Sean's two to mine and Kyle's one point apiece. We didn't do Wait, so. What hot does that last mean? Congratulations, Dan. You're the big bad booty champion of Level Out Games. Yeah, I guess that means, Dan, you get the final words because you won. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anywhere else to decide the final words this week. So, yeah, take the final words for winning the crystal ball prediction for 2020. Good job. Yeah, feel free to okay. complain more about a uh, cyber dupe. Doo -doo -doo. Good job. <laughs> Good job. I've got something I need to get off my chest. <laughs> 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 but that's going to bring us to our 2021 predictions. And I'm really excited yes! to uh, I'm really excited to do these. OK, so, Dan, the winner of last year, you get the honors of going first this year. Wow. OK, um, with the growth of crossplay, Discord will find itself on console, probably Xbox first, because they seem to be willing to do uh, things more than Sony will. But then uh, I think Sony will follow suit. I think Discord should just be on consoles. Agreed. I yeah. It is, and I, my biggest gripe, uh, you know, is is I play with my uh, brother-in-law and his cousin, and we use the party chat in Apex, and it's atrocious. I can barely hear uh, his yeah. cousin, and it, it would just be great if they had Discord, and it's so much better when it, when Discord, and when, when we play, we're on Discord, and you can adjust people's volumes, and it's so much easier. So just let's just put it on console. Uh, I think it'll be great. Even if I had to pay five bucks a month or something, I would do that. Okay. So Discord coming to console, uh, my number, my, my, I was gonna say my number two, because it's the second one, but no, my number one, I'm starting off big here. And I didn't write these, I should have wrote these and just how I'm going to read them. I literally just like jotted keywords down. So my first prediction here is going to be related to Nintendo. And I think that for 2021, they will follow suit kind of what they did with Super Mario in 2020, because last year was Mario's 35th anniversary. So what did they do? They put out Super Mario 3D All-Stars on Switch. They put out that Game & Watch Mario console. They put out Super Mario Brothers 35. They announced Super Mario 3D World uh, with Bowser's Fury content for the Nintendo Switch, a port from the Wii U. Mario they put out Pumas. They put out Puma shoes. Yeah, they put out Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, as we just talked about. They did a lot with Mario, and I expect them to do the same thing for Zelda in 2021 through, Woo! let's say, March 31st, 2022, because that's what they did with Mario, right? Mario stuff is, is around still this year until the end of March of 2021. So I think that they'll do the same thing for, uh, for Zelda through March 31st of 2022. My official prediction is that a new 2D Zelda game will be announced at some point this year for Nintendo Switch. But I expect there to be a lot more, though, and I'll expand on that. But this is not part of the actual prediction. The prediction is a new 2D Zelda game will be announced at some point this year for the Switch. However, I also think a Game & Watch Legend of Zelda is all but guaranteed. A, a port of the first NES game on a little screen like they did with Mario Brothers last year. I think a collection or several collections will be revealed in the style of Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Uh, most likely a collection with Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and, and Master Quest. I think that'll come to Switch. I think a collection of The Wind Waker and Twilight Princess will come to Switch. And I, I think there's a chance that they announce Skyward Sword in the same vein that they did Super Mario 3D World also coming to Switch. All right, shoot. So I, I think it will be a, a big year for Zelda because it is their 35th anniversary. They, they did a lot of things for Mario for the 35th anniversary. I expect them to do the same. 
Um, and we really don't know what uh, Gretzo is the studio that was behind the 3D remakes of Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. They most recently did uh, Link's Awakening from 2019. So we don't really know what they're working on right now. And it could be that remake of Skyward Sword. So I, I think that'll get announced and probably with a, a spring 2022 release date. Um, I think that the 2D Zelda game that is part that is my official prediction will release this year in the fall. Breath of the Wild 2 will not release this year, however. Mm. So a lot of unofficial predictions there as well, but that's just because I, I have a lot to say on on things. But my official prediction is that a new 2D Zelda game will be announced. Uh, and, and I think that'll be the only new Zelda game released this year. However, we will have a lot of re-releases of Zelda games this year. All right. Well, that leads me to my first prediction. Uh, Sony will double down on their initial quote unquote strategic investment into Epic Games and purchase more stock, which they will use to create a partnership between Sony and the Epic Games Store to bring content from that platform to PlayStation Plus in response to Microsoft's Game Pass service. Okay, I love that. That's a good one. That is Thank a really you. good one. I like yeah, that. that is a that is a good one. That's not a normal Sean prediction. That's a good one. That's, yeah, that's that's actually that, I put a lot of thought into that. It took me like 28 minutes last night. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. And I actually could see that happening. So we'll see. They bought like, what was it? Like 1.4 percent for 250 million two Something years like ago. That. Yeah. And I think Epic Games is valued at like 17.3 billion dollars or something like that. So it's not like they're going to be able to buy a whole lot because Tencent also owns 40% and then the founder has the 50. So it's going to be like, you know, they're not going to purchase a lot more stock unless they absolutely want to pay premium dollar for it. But it could happen. And they're already releasing their games on Epic Game Store. Like you look at Detroit Become Human, you look at, uh, you know, they, those were exclusive Horizon. initially to was Horizon exclusive to Epic Game Store at first? I think so. I might be wrong about that because I know it's on I know it's on Steam now. I don't know if I, I I'm trying to remember which ones were exclusive to Epic for a while. I know, I know Quantic Dreams games were, but I don't remember what Horizon was. Kyle, what's your first? Speaking of Horizon, Forbidden West will be pushed back to 2022, citing coronavirus and work from home conditions as the reason. The delay will come after the game is announced to release in fall of 2021 at E3 this year. Wait, so you're for this prediction, you think E3 is going to come back or do you or, or are you just saying E3 as in the overall could yeah, be a summer overall, game? That fe- overall, yeah, like okay. July, the season, yeah. yes, right? the, the season of like June to August, the summer yeah. of games or whatever <laughs> yeah. we had this year. Summer yeah. Game Fest. Yeah, something, something, whatever replaces E3 if E3 doesn't come back this year, whatever. OK, I like it. I think that's a possibility. That's what I'm most scared of is getting a release date confirmed for this year and then it getting pushed. That's what I'm most scared of. Uh, Dan, what's your number two? Um, this one is, uh, quick and easy, uh, PS now and PS plus will be rolled into one and it'll get a huge, it'll get a huge facelift. Now I think, you know, kind of piggybacking off of, you know, uh, what Sean said, if, if Epic and Sony work together, I think this could be a huge thing, uh, to battle with, uh, you know, uh, game pass. Yeah. And it would make sense for them to, to combine it because that's what Microsoft has done. So correct. We'll see my number two. I think it's time once again for a Shenmue announcement. Shenmue 4 (laughs) announced in 2021. 
probably alongside a platform holder like Sony once again. But I but I think that there I, I was looking up some stuff about you, Suzuki, and, you know, kind of trying to find some hints about a potential Shenmue 4 announcement coming up soon. And and it seems like this might be this might be a year where they make some sort of announcement in regards to the future of the Shenmue franchise. I don't know if it's actually going to be a Shenmue 4 announcement or not. I'm hoping it is. That's what my prediction. Shenmue 4 announced this year. Toasty! Sean, number two. Number two. So, all right, here's the funny thing about this, and I got to set this up. I wrote my, all my predictions without referencing any of my last predictions from for 2020. Okay. See if this sounds familiar. Nintendo will announce the Switch <laughs> successor at E3 called the Nintendo Switch Plus, a beefed up version of the original Switch hardware with cross compatibility and exclusive titles to the Switch Plus platform. The Switch Plus will also have a performance enhancing dock that provides added power when playing in console mode. You even uh, you even actually called it the Switch Plus last year. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> That's okay. So there you go, kids. That's okay. Keep predicting it till it comes true. Yeah, I'm going to keep trying. I gave up on the Sega. I, spoiler alert, kids. I'm not predicting that Sega is going to release another console. So I'm going to stick with the Switch successor on this one. Okay. Kyle, number two. All right. Quick and easy. The winner of Game of the Year at the Game Awards this year will be a game that has so far not been announced. Ooh. Okay. I like that. It will be a game like we that. do not know about yet. I like that. I like that. Uh, Dan, you're number three. Uh, my number three, actually, I, um, yeah, it kind of ties in, I guess. Um, 2021 will be the year of indie games uh, because of the price of AAA games going up to 70 and the fallout from Cyberpunk and that whole fiasco. I think indie games will really shine. The price point, you know, $20, $30. And I uh, will go ahead and add this to it that a indie game will win game of the year this year. I think it's a very real possibility that 2021 ends up being heavily dominated by indie games. Uh, yeah. Again, the price point to me with, you know, with the pandemic going on and um, people, you know, tightening their their wallets a little bit, I think uh, indie games will really shine this year. I mean, look at Kickstarter. Like I have like I think five or six. There's five or six games that I kickstarted last year that come out this year that I'm super excited for. Yeah, absolutely. It looks uh, indie games are better than ever right now. So. I mean, this definitely could be the year. So so what was the what was the metric by which we are grading this one? Just nothing. If anything comes true, I guess. I test. It has to be a like a an undeniable like, yeah, you're right. Indie games dominated this year. Like it it can't it can't be like this little like, oh, well, okay. this game okay. got this on Metacritic. Like, let's just let's give it the honest evaluation. I think that if, if it comes true, we would know. I right? think so, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, I think like, we, if, like, we would like, be able to agree. Right. Like if we're constantly talking about indie games uh, over over triple A games, then, yeah, there there clearly may have been a shift in the industry this year. We'll see how it goes. I think it's something that we'll be able to tell. Fair enough. Um, my third one is, is kind of a reach, but I think it could be industry changing if it actually happened. And I, I think Sony is going to try to do something like this. But I but I think it more might lie with the company here that, that I'm predicting to go alongside with this as well. But. I predicted last year that PlayStation would try to scoop up all these different companies from software, Konami, et cetera. But I, I don't think they do that this year. I, I think they might scoop up like, uh, I don't know, Housemark or something or, you know, like a, a studio that is smaller that they're already working with, but maybe not necessarily anything big because I think Disney is going to reach out to Sony. Whoa. And wow. Here's what I'm thinking. The After Disney the Plus success, platform's already on there. 
it, it is, but it's also everywhere else, I think, too. But I but think they have that, it exclusively um, on the media remote. It's like, a, oh, do they? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that because of the success that Insomniac Games had with Spider-Man and Miles Morales and the quote unquote unsuccess or failure or or lack of hype or whatever you want to call it to Crystal Dynamics uh, Avengers game. I think that Disney might start looking around for a studio to handle their Marvel properties. 100% nice. And I think I think that Sony, with their robust lineup of of first party studios and their tie ins with Spider-Man, would be an obvious choice for Disney. So my prediction is that Disney and PlayStation somehow come together and all Marvel IPs will be exclusive to the PlayStation platform. Wow. That's that would be wacky, huge. but totally yeah. doable. Yeah. Um, Sean, number three. Number three is going to be pretty, uh, pretty short and sweet, guys. Google will announce that they plan on retiring the Stadia service. I think it's, yeah, probably the year. Probably the year, especially if uh, if other things do as well as I think they might this year. So. I think that's a very easy, safe, solid prediction. Time to go. Death by Google, baby. Kyle, what do you got for number three? I'm really excited for this one. I I thought long and hard about this one. A new gaming streaming service will be announced as a direct competitor to Twitch. It will be owned by Pornhub and will cater towards a not safe for work (laughs) gaming environment. That is fucking brilliant, (laughs) man. You got great ideas that nobody capitalizes on. It will be it will be men and women playing games in the nude, playing games that can't be played on Twitch, doing things on their streams that are against the TOS. It will be a a revolution to adult centered gaming. Would there be an issue with publishers and developers? I could see that being somewhat of an issue. Uh, yeah, I guess it could be the backlash. Maybe, like Nintendo, I could I could see being the the I main could definitely see, for that. Yeah, one hundred. But that was where my mind went initially. Was like, would Nintendo? I think they would probably DMCA and shut down any stream of their game on a service like that. We'll see. I love that idea, though. Yeah. And man, good Just idea. Just with some of the stuff that is already on Twitch, you know? Well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There, there's an audience for it. Oh, for so. sure. Oh, it'd be huge. There's definitely an audience for it. Dan, number four for you. Um, So I kind of piggyback off of uh, what uh, Shanzi said. Uh, cloud gaming still will not take off in 2021. I know Amazon Luna uh, has launched and I did try it out. I don't think there's enough there grasping me. I also just, again, it goes back to the internet thing. Um, I just don't think uh, it'll take off this year. Maybe once 5G becomes a little more... Uh, out there and a little more better i i maybe 2022 but i just don't think cloud gaming is where it's at okay i could see that two turntables and a microphone though right (laughs) 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 my number four deals with sega and atlas it is the 25th anniversary of the persona series and i think to celebrate that they're going to announce a remake of persona 3 the game that came out on the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation Portable. It's a game that a lot of people have been asking them to remake after seeing the success of, you know, Persona 4 Golden, Persona 5 Royal. I I think they'll do something for Persona 3 in that regard, especially coming after the uh, Persona dancing games that released at the end of 
man, I, that was the end of 2018. They redid the character models for the Persona 3 dancing game, which kind of gave a hint to some people that maybe they are working on something behind the scenes. I think if they were doing it back then, three years is a good time to make an announcement. Might even release this year for the 25th anniversary, but I think a, a Persona 3 remake is definitely in the works. I think that's fair because Persona has been all over the place this year. Absolutely, man. Persona Smash, is growing in popularity. The the success of Royal, Persona yep. 5 being on PlayStation Plus just lends it a lot of credibility, in my opinion. That's a good Pers- call. Persona is growing in popularity and it's freaking about time. Uh, Sean, number four for you. Uh, number four, Amazon Luna will go live this year and they will announce partnerships with EA Play and Activision to bring those services alongside Ubisoft Plus. Man, OK, I like it. I might have something similar. I'm moving it up so I can do it next just to tie into you. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly like I think if anyone can do it, if anyone can bring all of the gaming subscriptions together it's bezos dude i mean the guy has the juice to do it and if he does it and he's successful it's he'll clean up there's no he's got the money to do it he's got the money to do it kyle i like your predictions number four kyle here we go speaking of amazon they will announce that they are canceling the release of their mmorpg new world (laughs) this will likely be within three months of the supposed release date so what's it supposed to come out in may or june this year right it was supposed to come out of august of last year got pushed back i think to may of this year i think I it's think may of this year so we could be potentially hearing about march, yeah i was gonna say next month could potentially canned. the final nail in the coffin of new world and then sean will be jumping on that coffin like the big show trying to hold on to his dad as ray trailer drags him off across the field well <laughs> it's the big show do you remember that, I'm okay when, the big, with that. when the big boss man like crashed the big show's dad's funeral as part of the storyline yeah, do you remember that <laughs> yeah that that was a low point in creative history <laughs> that, that that's well that and the uh the sick the sex angle with katie vick and kane and triple h but um that's yeah. uh sean that's how i picture you holding on to new world like holding <laughs> on to the casket like holding on to the casket like just being drug along with it not wanting to let go you know what man i'm okay with it i <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and deny it, guys. Like, I'm a mark for this. I want to see how it goes. I really do. I I, I think MMOs are just like a dying breed. And, it, and it's true. Kyle, Kyle brings up a good point, man, especially with COVID. I mean, Amazon's headquartered up here in Washington, and we got hit hard, especially King County, where Seattle is. Like, they yeah, got just hit look at the last of us, too, man. That's a, that's, that's a look into the future. I would not doubt that New World is delayed this year. 110%. That's a lock. Or, or canceled. <laughs> or canceled. Yes. Canceled entirely. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> uh, Dan, what's your number five? Number five, Sony acquires Konami and Microsoft acquires Sega. Yeah, that's a that's the big rumor for this year is that I actually looked up a lot on Sega. And I think you got something there, dude, that, that like there's yeah, there's, I mean, I there's a lot of articles. Sure. There's a lot of articles written about a, a potential uh, partnership between Xbox and Sega, a potential partnership between Konami and uh, PlayStation. I think those are two really, really real possibilities. So here's the problem with Konami. Konami and Sega. A lot of people forget that those companies have their hands in everything. So Konami is a huge gaming conglomerate that actually right. focuses a lot on gambling devices and Slot other machines. types. Of, yeah. yeah, their business is doing very well. Their video game business not doing well. But yes, I could see Konami saying, "You know what? 
let's just focus on gaming. Like we're good. We'll sell our gaming component. No problem. And, um, and Sony Sega, would probably be the ones that would be like, you know, I'll you're scooping them all up type of a thing, because there's already rumors that yes. Kojima is, is working on a potential remake of Metal Gear. hundred so. percent. And then Sega actually merged with a corporation called Sammy. Um, right. And Sega Sammy is actually back. very successful. So the only thing is that Sega Sammy just sold 85 percent of its shares in their arcade business to another company called Genda Incorporated in Japan. So I would be interested to see if they're going to continue to liquidate some of their assets. And if so, Microsoft could do it. Yeah, that's a real possibility. We'll see. Uh, my number five deals with Amazon Luna kind of riding on of that. I think that Amazon Luna will be successful in, in 2021. I, I agree with Sean. I think, uh, you know, Bezos has the money. And if any streaming service is going to pick up steam, if anyone's going to do it, I could definitely see Amazon doubling down with it. But I think that they do so kind of I, I was it Sean. I, I think they do so with a partnership with a major studio to be their exclusive streaming service. So I don't think they'll pick Pick up like they already have Ubisoft on there, right? I, I don't think they'll pick up EA Play. Uh, I, I, I that I don't see happening. What I do see happening, I could even see Ubisoft falling off of Amazon Luna. But I think a major studio such as Square Enix will have Amazon Luna as their exclusive streaming service partner. It's it's totally doable. And Luna will be successful because Twitch is successful. Right. T Twitch right. is so established at this point that it's going to be so easy to wrap people into that. And you're telling me that people who are on Twitch who spend $5 on just one streamer a month wouldn't spend $5 to at least play and stream games on that platform. You right. gotta be kidding me. So I, yeah. I'm with you there, dude. That's a great prediction. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, I'll make it specific. Like I said, I'm going with Square Enix as the studio that signs a exclusive streaming partnership with Luna. That'd be um, a good call. I, I think that'll be the one. Sean, what's your number five? Number five is more of a wishful thinking, but I'm going to do it. Following the success of Square Enix's remasters and remakes, MediaVision and Sony announced the Wild Arms <sighs> reboot is Can beginning you development. Oh my god. And it brings back beloved characters Rudy, Jack, and Cecilia in an all-new action-adventure RPG. That's a good one, man. That team's still around. Media Vision is still around. They're, They're just not doing in. much right now. And they've tried it in the past because they released Alter Code F. Right. And that was actually kind of successful. They just gambled on some things that didn't play out in the game. I would be down for a new Wild Arms or even a remake of whatever. Just bring back Wild Arms. <laughs> Just yep. bring it back. 100%. I don't even care. Just bring it back. I could totally see a Final Fantasy VII remake style Wild Arms with new mobs and tweaks to stories. Since when they released that game, some of the monsters nowadays just look silly, but I think they could do it. Kyle, number five. In 2020, Level Down Games awarded three games a perfect score of 10 out of 10 after was it just awarding zero games that honor in 2019 did i not award any 10s myself there were yeah, no 10s in 2019 no did i not award any last year in 2020 myself as a 10 uh no you didn't it was there were only three it was last of us part two and Doom it was, eternal and hades okay so two that you wrote and one that dan wrote okay right in 2021 there will again be zero games from ldg that get a 10 out of 10 <laughs> oh man okay Wow. Bold prediction. That's, that's could be a good year right there. Could be a big year. Bold prediction. I like it. I like it. We didn't write. Man, we didn't write nearly as many as I thought we did last year. 
Yeah, we suck. It's mostly my fault. Uh, Dan, <laughs> number six. Uh, Uncharted 5 will have a holiday release alongside the release of the movie. Uh, and it'll be like the movie will be like exclusive to a PlayStation store or something like that. Oh, hmm. OK. So right. I, I've, I've heard of I've heard rumors that the new San Diego, I think it's San Diego based studio for Sony might be working on a, a Uncharted game. I don't know if it would be Uncharted 5 or a spinoff or something like that. But there is a very real possibility they try to get something out because the movie is still scheduled to come out this year. Um, but I didn't even think about like streaming exclusively on the PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, we got like HBO Max and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe, you know, we'll, hmm. we'll get everything. They'll tie it all together. Holiday 2021 and we'll get the movie exclusive to the PS store. I could see that happening with Netflix because Netflix and Sony have a good partnership with Cobra Kai okay. through their television. Okay. Arm. okay. But I think yeah, yeah. you're onto something. I really do. Okay. Very real possibility. My number six. I'm going with uh, with with the with the rumor and the smoke that Xbox and Sega are doing something. But I expanded greatly on that. So here's the prediction. I think that Microsoft will acquire Sega's gaming division. At the same time, I think that the industry is going to move into a consolidation period in the midst of the ongoing pandemic and the struggles that 2020 brought. You saw a lot of delays. You saw studios really struggling to get things done. I think those with money, as in Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, even maybe even companies like Amazon, EA, ones that still have decent cash flow coming in are going to start kind of scooping up smaller teams and You're smaller studios. You're talking about studios. like an intellectual and property fire sale, right? Sure, right. Like an industry consolidation, like studios getting picked up, IPs getting picked up in the wake of people really struggling coming out of the coronavirus. I think it'll be reminiscent of the gaming crash in the early mid 80s. But I don't think it'll be as severe because that happened because there were like too many games at one point. And too, I'm not just not sorry, too many, not too many games. There were too many like stupid platforms back in the early to mid 80s. You had everybody putting out something right. There was so many different PC knockoffs, so many early PC knockoffs, I should say. So many different consoles, the Wonder Swan, the Coleco, like so many different things in the early to mid 80s. And then it just crashed. And then Nintendo came out with the NES in 84. And that started the boom period again. So I don't think it gets that severe starting this year. And this would just start this year. This is a prediction that's going to last, I think, for the next several years. But I think that 2021 marks the start of an industry consolidation reminiscent of that crash from the 80s. However, Games will still be releasing a lot like there still will be a shitload of games coming out. The crash back then, I mean, like if you look at like the NES, the SNES, the N64 and then compare it to like modern platforms, we have so many more games now than we did back then. So I still think games are going to be coming out on a on a pace that they have been. But I think we'll have less studios and potentially less games releasing like the 90s. But I don't know. Uh, I think if this lasts for a couple years, we won't return to the way it was during the PS3 360 and PS4 Xbox One gens until closer to 2030. So I, I think the industry will get smaller over the next several years. But that will start this year when we see Xbox purchase Sega. I'm for it, dude. I, I am. I think it's time for the, the big three to shine again. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like I said, like if you go back to like the early to mid 90s, you had Sega, you had Nintendo and they really were 
you know, like the big two and everybody was kind of, you know, there, there weren't that many studios back then. Now we have studios all over the place. We have thousands of indie studios. We have thousands of game studios. And it's just, I, I think that it's too much. It's a lot. Yeah. And I, I think that the pandemic is going to force a lot of them to close their doors over the next few years from, you know, ramifications of what happened in 2020, whatever. And I think that people with money will consolidate the industry. Look for Amazon to do something big. I think Amazon could do something big. They might. They could. Yeah, they might. All right. Number six uh, on next? my list. John, number six. Yeah, that was a long one. Sorry. No, 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 no. This this one's a little shorter. It's just bold. Uh, Nintendo announces a release date for Breath of the Wild 2 for holiday 2021. OK, so you think it will make this year. OK, I do. I do. I I bold indeed. go for it. I'd rather see a new 2D Zelda game this year like I predicted at the very start. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, number six. Kojima Productions will announce that they will be producing a film with Ooh. Hideo Kojima as director. The film will be a secret agent film reminiscent of the Metal Gear Solid series and amongst others will star Leah Sidu and Mads Mikkelsen. OK, impressive. Okay. I like it. And I think they could do something after the uh, after the amazingness that was like the story in Death Stranding and man, like the actors used. Kojima has the ability to do it i wanted to put norman reedus i i wanted to say it was going to have norman reedus but i couldn't cast him into a metal gear solid film but i could cast both leah sidu and mads mickelson you don't think norman reedus could play snake oh my gosh are you kidding (laughs) if henry if henry cavill 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 if he can if, if he can get into the witcher man anything's possible norman reedus could be like six five and built like a freaking truck so I mean, he, he does, does he I, remind you of a Geralt? Have you watched The Witcher? No, he does. He does in The Witcher. I think he I think he did a pretty good job. <laughs> yeah, All he right. did a great job. He did a great job. I just don't think Norman Reedus is solid snake. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he could do it. We'll see. <laughs> Dan, number seven. All right. Yeah, I will piggyback off of uh, what Brian and Sean have said. I think this year will be Nintendo's rebound year. I think they will release the Switch Pro. I think Breath of the Wild. I didn't say that. What's that? I I said they would have a great year for Zelda. I don't think it's a rebound year for Nintendo. I think they have a great Zelda year. I'm encompassing a lot of stuff here. I'm just um, just making sure that people know. Breath of the Wild 2 will release (laughs) and we will get a special Switch version of that. Uh, because it is the 35th anniversary of, of Zelda, uh, we'll get uh, a, a kind of like they did with uh, Mario. We'll get like Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess in a game together, and then we will get a Skyward remake. OK, so you took some That's you took, solid. Yeah, you took part of mine, part of Sean's and had it yours. Your, OK, I get it. Yeah, I get I, think, I get what you were saying, because I was going to say, I don't think Nintendo has a strong year in 2021. I think they might struggle like they did in 2020, but I think it'll be a, a really strong year for Zelda. You guys are crazy. The Switch was still the best selling even in yeah. January. And, oh, no, or, uh, that, no, 100 percent. Twenty four or maybe even twenty five by now. Consecutive months of being the top selling console in the U.S. I don't think Nintendo struggled in sales. Nintendo struggled in releasing games. They didn't put yeah. out that many games in 2020. They relied heavily on their their indie content. I think right. They year. relied heavily on the eShop. They relied heavily on Nindies. They relied heavily on games that were already out and they relied heavily on Mario. And I think this year they will rely heavily on Zelda and that they will struggle to put out other 
um, first party games. I think they're I think they're going to be one of the studios hit hardest by the coronavirus pandemic. Possible. Um, What do you you got? My number seven is in relation to Bethesda. I think that Starfield will release in fall of 2021. We should get a full blowout at Gamescom opening night live with Jeff Keighley uh, right before Gamescom sometime in end of August. Uh, Bethesda usually is pretty good about holding off their blowout reveals until the game is a few months away from releasing. I think Starfield probably is way further along than we realize. Uh, and, And when we see it sometime this summer, I, I think it will be a full blowout gameplay with a release date, probably November of 2021. And and I think it will be good. I, I think that they, you know, the partnership with Microsoft will push Bethesda to be better. Oh, 100 percent. I actually am going to change the order of my predictions and bring up one that has something to do with this. So, OK, so Sean, I number seven. Then. Yeah, Sean, I number seven. What do you got spot on? So I have this at number eight. I'm going to move it up to spot seven. Microsoft will announce the development of Fallout New Vegas 2 this year during E3 season. Okay, yeah. Obsidian should be doing something, right? Obsidian and Bethesda are now under the Microsoft umbrella. There's no reason why this game can no longer exist. Right. Yeah, I, I think that that is a very real possibility. And who knows? Obsidian might even like they might be itching to do that. I, I think they said they wanted to make another. So that would be cool if they did. Yeah, man. I think Microsoft has got it this year, dude. You're you're spot on. Kyle, number seven. Oh, you guys are so tame. I think there will be a game announced. And I think that Valve announces Portal 3 as a VR only title <laughs> throughout <laughs> quarter four of 2021. <laughs> OK, not bad. OK, dude. not bad. I'll take it. Portal 3 finally happening. You think they'll finally break the spell? They'll finally release a game with a three in it. Yes, but it will be like I said, it will be a uh, VR only three kind of like Half-Life. Exactly. Yeah. OK, uh, Dan, coming around to you. Number eight, three more piece. Uh, the gaming industry will redefine the way it treats its employees uh, because of the whole debacle of uh, CD Projekt Red. I think maybe we'll start seeing some better uh, working hours and maybe we won't put so much uh, emphasis so. on crunch because it still didn't matter when it came to cyberpunk. I hope that's the case. That's it, bitch. It's something that needs to happen. They definitely need to uh, get rid of a lot of, I don't know, negativeness about the industry. You get better quality of of work out of people when you're not crunching them and forcing them to work hours and keeping them away from things that, you know, help take their mind off of the work and stuff like that. You get a better work environment. You're going to get a better product uh, 100 percent. So I think the gaming industry really needs to uh, look at the way that they treat their employees because, you know, who knows? Maybe once uh, the new year starts, maybe and once the pandemic kind of starts to, uh, I guess, I don't want to say wind down, but, you know, it starts to be with vaccines and stuff. Some of these employees might leave for other companies. Uh, You know, job security is a little questionable right now, so they probably don't want to jump ship. But maybe we start to see a lot of employees from CD Projekt Red jump ship to other places um, that that get where they get treated better. Oh, 100 percent, dude. I I think you're onto something there. However... I think people are going to be clamoring for jobs with Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft because out of those three, or excuse me, out of all the gaming development studios, those three seem to have the best quality of games and you never hear about stuff like this happening at their studios to the extent that you hear at like CD Projekt Red. Naughty so, Dog was pretty bad with... Yeah, yeah I know Naughty Dog's a Sony yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, Sony, true. Sony, yeah. not so much. Microsoft's decent about it, and Nintendo's really the best with it. Nintendo's yeah. number one. Nintendo's number one. Um, number eight for me, I think that we will start to see a redemption arc begin for Bioware, which is really, really needed if they're going to survive the next few years. Uh, so so this redemption arc begins with the release of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which is a trilogy of Mass Effect 1, 2 and 3 coming out this spring. I, I think that they will release that Anthem 2.0 and it will be sort of like a, a No Man's Sky type of rebirth for Anthem. Hopefully that game ends up being good. But I think where we're really going to start seeing it is when they release a in-depth gameplay trailer sometime in the fall for Dragon Age 4 with the release date of spring 2022 attached. So I, I, I think can see Dragon but, Age 4 being the some, the rope that pulls them out of the hole. But uh, the other right. two, I'm like not so hyped. For. I think that that's just where it starts. That's what I'm saying. So like, yeah, if if the collection is a good like if it's not just like a quickly thrown together Super Mario 3D All Stars type collection like Nintendo did for the Mass Effect games, if they actually put some time and work into it. And then obviously when we see Anthem 2.0 come out, we really will be able to get an idea. Well, is is Bioware in a better state now or are they kind of in the same state so we'll see i think it begins this year though their redemption arc and it'll pay off with dragon age 4 gameplay trailer by the end of the year releasing in spring 2022 all right all right sean number eight for you let me throw down my number seven that i didn't read uh this is for my boy dan Nintendo finally announces the release of Mother 3 in the United States oh, yes. Switch as yes. part of an Earthbound collection, causing Dan oh. to explode in ecstasy. I've already got a hard on <laughs> Earth. Uh, so a collection, <laughs> not just Mother 3. It would be a collection of like an entire the collection. Entire OK, OK. The Earthbound collection this year. I love that. Yeah, Out of everything we've talked about. I hope that is the most thing that comes true. I, I think that is a, a definite possibility there. There have been so many rumors that Nintendo has had Mother 3 in English for the longest time and just not released it. So I, I this could be the year. Kyle, do you have a number eight? You should. I do. I've got I've actually got 13 total, but oh, that's right. You have more. <laughs> you have more than we do. <laughs> I only got 10. Shoot. Support of Cyberpunk 2077 will become the sole focus of CD Projekt Red moving forward in an attempt to earn back the love of the gaming oh. world. No, don't do that to me. This will include multiple free DLC packs, improvements to mechanics and enemy AI, and a large-scale promotion campaign about how they understand where they went wrong and they wish to make it right. I could totally see the DLC being free as a as a goodwill, but I hope that they don't spend forever trying to make Cyberpunk better. I like, believe they will. Fuck that shit! I would like them to, you know, make another game again at some point in the future. <laughs> yeah, they got, a, they got a lot of egg on their face. So I, I do think there will be some significant story DLC that we will get for free as. Oh, like yeah, they have to get people back. Yeah, for sure. They have to. So like they, uh, they released two awesome DLC packs for The Witcher 3 that I think were like 15 bucks a piece or something like that. I could see them doing the same for Cyberpunk and then making them free. Honestly, why wouldn't you root for this? I mean, I want I want it to happen, but I don't want them to focus on cyberpunk forever. Like, like, I don't want it to take years to get better. Like if it take like, you know, Hello Games and No Man's Sky, if it's going to take them four years to make cyberpunk better, just fucking kill it and move on to The Witcher. Just make a better game. Don't spend four years on cyberpunk trying to make it a better game. That's what I meant. Uh, I could see that. I mean, I that's what I meant. I honestly, I think, I think Cyberpunk, they could fix a lot of the the glaring issues in the game, and it it would probably 
it probably jumped from a four to a six instantly. You know, like I, I don't see how that game is dead in the water right now. I think they could do it. It's not. It's not. But again, I just don't want them to spend years on one game because it takes them years to make a game anyway. So, well, because we don't we don't have a PS5 Series X release for that, right? Not at the no. moment. Sometime maybe, this year, supposedly. Maybe they will try to coincide the free DLC with the release on uh, maybe. PS5 and Series X. They should at least make the PS5 or Xbox a free upgrade. I think it is. I think there's going to be. I think it be, already is. It's, it's going to be a soft reboot of the game where they're going to yeah. put out like this big thing. The, the Series X and the PS5 versions will roll out with this huge patch that fixes a lot of the issues. Okay. I like it. Dan, right. number nine. Um, SOCOM comes Ooh. to PS5 this year. Okay. Sony uh, bring it back SOCOM. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have been wanting it. Um, I know there's a huge fanboy for this. So, and it's been rumored, I believe, for a few years now. So, I think 2021 with Sony trying to, you know, uh, do a lot of first party exclusives and stuff, um, we, it'll be SOCOM will make uh, its, its long awaited return to PlayStation. I'm shocked that you predicted that because I consider SOCOM to be one of the great failures. And I mean, as- especially now, right? They could do like a a pretty successful SOCOM Battle Royale and have that be exclusive on PS5. Yeah, Yeah, they could. Like there's a there's a huge untapped market for Sony that they they could probably pull some people that maybe are are massive fans of of the Battle Royale games to purchase a PlayStation. It's true. I think it would be smart. We'll see. Uh, My number nine kind of ties into a game we talked about for our 2021 most anticipated games. I think that Kenna Bridge of Spirits by the end of 2021 will be sort of like Immortals Phoenix Rising for me. And that'll be it'll be the best Zelda like game of this year and will be a game of the year contender at the Game Awards with Jeff Keighley. Hell yes. I think it'll be the best Zelda like game of this year. Uh, Sean, number nine. Number nine, the AEW wrestling game will receive an updated title, release date, and will feature wrestlers from AEW, Impact, NWA, and NJPW rosters. I love that. I think that's a very real possibility of them Uh, expanding outside of the AEW roster and including things like Impact. Yeah. I I think that is very real possibility. Yeah. Good choice. Thank you. Kyle, number nine. There are three fighters for the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate Fighter Pack 2. DLC waiting to be revealed. Okay. I believe that two of the three fighters will come from the following list. Cuphead, Master Chief, Travis Touchdown, Dr. Robotnik, Sir Arthur, and Garchomp. Sir Arthur from Ghosts and Goblins? Ghosts and Goblins. Okay. That makes a lot of sense because Capcom's bringing that one back. Correct. So of those six, two of them will be two of the three of the remaining fighters. Well, who's the third? Waluigi? I don't know. I, it's going to be something you'd never expect. Do you think that they will finally put in Waluigi, like finally the last one, like, and here you guys go. I hope so. you've been waiting for. I really hope so. I Master hope that's the case. <laughs> Master Chief is a definite possibility, though. I, I, I'm surprised that one's not in there yet. Of these of these properties, I think that Master Chief and Travis Touchdown are the two main the, those i think are that the, those two are those, those are the way more realistic ones yes absolutely 
Um, I just hope Waluigi makes it because can you imagine if they did two fighter passes, all these different extra characters and they still didn't give us Waluigi. Sephiroth gets in, but not Waluigi. That'd be hilarious. Severin gets in, but not Waluigi. <laughs> Severin <laughs> gets in. <laughs> New fighter announcement. Severin D. All right, we got one prediction left a piece. I know this episode kind of went long as they have been uh, the last couple of weeks, but that's just because we've been doing some fun stuff. But Dan, give me your number 10. Twitch starts charging streamers to stream on their platform. Aye, aye, aye. You think they'll actually start charging? Okay. I think it may, there also How may much? be some kind of tiered system for it, possibly. How much? $5 a month to, char- to stream on Twitch? What's that? Is it would it be five bucks a month to stream on Twitch? Do you think, or do you think they charge more? Uh, uh, no, I think they could start out at five, and who, maybe or maybe like affiliates and partners get charged something different. But I think uh, affiliates aren't going to get any sort of uh, kickback. Like they'll charge the same. I bet affiliates okay. don't mean much for Twitch. No, no, I know they don't. I know it's all with the partners, but I, I think maybe, um, yeah, I don't know, so, something there. Maybe even the the price of a sub could also go up as well. Will it be Will it be free if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber? That's a, it should be. Uh, yeah, I think they there's still a, tie in. A, this is a really interesting prediction that can go so many different ways when you actually think about it. Like, what could they potentially do? I like the idea of tying it to Amazon Prime. I think that's a really smart idea. I honestly disagree with the the prediction entirely. <laughs> the, the beauty of this is that this lends a lot of hope for my Pornhub gaming subscription. That's true. Somebody will capitalize on Twitch charging and here comes a uh, Pornhub to the rescue. Yeah, with uh, man, what would they call it? What would they call theirs? What would Pornhub call their streaming? Game I Hub? didn't I didn't want to. I wasn't clever enough to make a name. I, I'm sitting here trying to think of what would they call it. Yeah. But I don't know. Sev, what would they call it? You would know. <laughs> yeah, yeah so he's got something memed up. <laughs> ridiculous out of his. So that was your number 10. My number 10 is uh, dealing with Blizzard. I, I think the obvious here is that they will announce the Burning Crusade in February at BlizzCon yep. for BlizzCon Online. I, I think that will come out for Warcraft, Cla- Warcraft. Warcraft Classic is what I was trying to say. I think say it's there. rumored for May. Yeah, there's there's it probably will come out relatively soon. Like, I, I think that will come out and, and be announced and released within a small window of one another. But the, the major part of the prediction here kind of relies on the end of Shadowlands, because 2021 should also be the year where we find out what the next expansion is for retail Warcraft. They're on a, a very, very tight schedule where they release an expansion one year. They announce the new one the next year. That new one comes out the following year in the same year that the, the, that one comes out. They announce it like they're on a very tight schedule so 2021 should be an announcement year for warcraft retail 2022 will be a release year 2023 will be an announcement year and so on and so forth it's how they've been for the last 16 years (laughs) so i think that whatever is coming next for retail wow relies heavily on our characters being level 60 so because of that I think it's finally time that they reboot Retail Warcraft. And that's why they scaled us back to 60. So that way we can transition to a new expansion. Everything tied in. Chromie time is heavily involved with this because now their storylines can be put into like this thing where you can go back and experience in them, but they don't actually have to matter. So I think we will see Blizzard attempt to reboot Retail Warcraft. Will they call it WoW 2? Will they just call it World of Warcraft? I don't know. But I think that we will see a reboot of Retail Warcraft with the new expansion that gets announced this year. 
I could see it. Who's next? Who is I can dig it. Sean. Sean, you're next. Number 10. All right, here we go. Last one from old Sean, dog. Sony will announce plans for the PlayStation 5 solid state drive expansions for two different sizes and two different price points that will utilize the currently empty slot in the PS5 console. And in our hearts. And in our hearts. We and need to have butts. 19. I have 19 gigabytes of space on my PS5. I think, I think that M2 more, I think, slot. I think that's five more gigabytes than I currently have available. That M2 okay. slot is not going to support just any old solid state M2 drive. I think Probably Sony not. is going to make it to where you have to buy a proprietary M2 PlayStation 5 Sony branded solid state drive expansion memory. It's what thing, they did just for the like Vita. Xbox did with uh, their little memory boost. No, they did the same thing for the Vita. They had their own little fucking yeah. sticks or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, they, they did. did the same thing for the Vita. So that that's a very real possibility. The only thing that scares me about that prediction, and I almost didn't make it, was... I don't think Sony is going to trust any old Joe to open up a PS5 and put it in. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe, Joe, Joe. I think that's going to be tough because it's technically something where you could get into voiding internal warranties and different things like that if you uh, if you do it wrong. So that's tough. Yep. If anything, they might sell a service where they have a retailer partnership with like Best Buy where you can take it into like the Geek Squad and get one installed interesting oh okay but that's not part of my uh no no no. but that would be interesting that would be interesting yeah that would definitely be interesting kyle take us home with number 10 and then you can actually go over your leftovers if you want all right sony does announce something and it's that they will be developing new plates for the ps5 (laughs) i'm okay different color options gifts yes different color white plates will you'll be able to switch those out uh, they will retail at $34.99 for basic colors or $44.99 for exclusive de- designs that feature logos and themes from PS in-house games. They probably like Horizon, will Wars, charge Spider-Man. that much. God, they probably will charge that much. You're probably right. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. they'd be like 10 bucks, but now you're probably they're like 30 or 40 bucks. You're absolutely yeah, right. Be- Honestly, I would I would consider paying it. I would pay it for one that I really wanted. Yeah, but I no, wouldn't. I would like, if then they were, that's if why they were ten. See, see all of us just agree. Pay it. That's no, why they'll charge it. If all of us. If, but if they put them out for ten dollars, I would be more willing to buy the stupidest ones just because they're only ten bucks. Exactly. But if they're 30 or 40, I would buy them for ones that I really wanted. And that's probably what they're going to bank on. You're yep. right. Uh, my leftovers were ones that I had to bump off because I didn't think they were good. Uh, Q1 of 2021 will get a release date for Pokemon Gold and Silver Remake. That's the same as Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Eevee for Q4 of 2021. So that would that be basically Let's Go Jotar or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Uh, Nintendo will announce a free-to-play quick join battle re- battle royale game for the Nintendo Switch that's set in the Splatoon universe. Perfect choice. My God, they should do that. I know. Perfect choice. And finally, uh, the Microsoft-owned Bethesda Studios will finally unveil a trailer for Starfield with a 2022 release date. Okay, sort of with mine, but I I think it actually hits this year. Okay, okay, I like that. Good predictions. And and I like that we didn't really, like, you know, some of them were really reaches, like, you know, my PlayStation combining with Disney and Marvel to have all the IPs on PS5. But for the most part, we we just took it like normal predictions, and that's kind of what I wanted, so... Good job. (laughs) Well done. If anyone out there listening has other predictions, feel free to jump in Discord and let us know what you're thinking is going to happen for 2021. We definitely want some more predictions. And uh, yeah, 
the beginning of next year, if we're still here, if the world lasts another year, we'll go over our 2021 predictions, see how we did and make some for 2022. Should be fun. I know this show has run long. Apologies for the lengthier episodes over the last few weeks, which I guess we just crammed too much into the first episode of the new year. But uh, we'll be back next week with some normalcy. Kickstart My Heart will return. New release roulette will return. Everything else returns next week. But for now, take it away, Dan with the final words. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I've been trying to think. Sometimes there's some pressure with the final words. Um, let's, just, let's just make 2021. Let's make it good. Let's make it great. 2020 sucked. And uh, let's, let's, I'm, me personally, let's, I'm going to stop making excuses on why I can't do this and can't do that. And I'm going to start doing it. I talk about stuff and I don't do it. So 2021 is just going to be a great year. Uh, of of content uh, coming from Level Down Games, from me. Uh, let's motivate each other to do better, and uh, let's let's literally let's just make twenty twenty one. Grab it by the horns, and let's just let's just kick its ass. This episode of the Level Down Games podcast has been brought to you by leveldowngames.com. Please remember to leave us a rating and a review, regardless of where you're listening. If you want more of us, check out youtube.com forward slash level down games and make sure you subscribe with notifications on as well as twitch.tv forward slash level down games again with notifications on links to where we can be found on social media as well as to our discord server and all other important information can be found in the show notes for the episode. Yeah.